0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Dad Lab Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. And Andrew. On today's episode, we are abandoning our normal format, and we're getting spooky with our Spooktober Halloween extravaganza. We still have the news desk with stories about full moons, candy cannons, and the most popular costumes of 2020. In our Mount Rushmore segment, we discuss our all-time favorite Halloween candy. And in a bonus Mount Rushmore segment... We talk all about our scariest horror movie villains of all time. We have all that and more on a very special edition of the Dad Lab Podcast. And if you haven't done it already, and I know it's getting old, but we really need the help if you could, please rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It would really, really help us out appreciate it and you can follow us on social media at the dad lab pod on instagram and twitter or if you have any questions or comments about the podcast email us at the dad lab pod at gmail.com so what's going on man feels good to be back it's always good to be back in the chair
1: yeah back in the chair just had a very adulting week this week with just a lot of stuff going on after work you know even when you get home from work you still got stuff to do helping Claire out at the shop you know, watching Ellie while Claire does parties and stained glass classes at the shop. So, just not a lot of me time this week, which is fine, you know. But I still got to squeak in some sports and watch. got to watch Ernest. That was good. So, but yeah, just a very adult week for me this week.
0: No, I feel you. Um, busy week. Um, we are having... Excuse me. We are having a early Thanksgiving. Um, a month early. Yeah. Um, one of Lauren's cousins uh, is in the army, and he's been deployed. He just got back a few weeks ago, and he's stationed up in Washington State. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. I bet. Yeah.
0: So, and he just had a kid. So him and his wife and the kid are coming down, and that's what he requested. So, because he's not going to be around for. Um, for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. So we're doing one at, uh, at her mom's house and I've got to smoke two turkeys out on the smoker. So this weekend. Yeah. So I'll be up, um, Thanksgiving before Halloween. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not mad. Yeah. I was gonna Um, say, I
1: love Thanksgiving food. So, That used to be like when I was a kid. My grandma would make always like me the best dressing, and I love dressing. And she'd be like, "What do you want for your birthday?" And my birthday's in November already, but I'd be like, "I want turkey and dressing." I'd get I'd get as much as I could. I would get Thanksgiving food for my birthday. Yeah,
0: so um, I've got to smoke two turkeys, which I don't mind that work. Uh, Any yeah, that's a that's a fun
1: chore to have. Yeah, any
0: chance I can throw anything on the smoker, I I look forward to. So I've got to brine them. I've got it when we get when I get home tonight. Uh, we're recording on a Friday, so we're eating on Sunday. So I've got to throw them in a brine tonight and let them brine for 24 hours. And then Saturday night, or I guess early Sunday morning, I'll, I'll probably stay up and throw them on the smoker and then just try to get a few hours of sleep. And then, um, but I don't mind it. It's, it's fun to me. I love smoking, uh, you know, getting out on the smoker. gives me an excuse to drink a few beers and hang out outside and yeah, just have, like you said, me time. So not a big deal, um, but I wanted to get into some of our favorite Halloween memories. Do you have any favorite like memories from a child, or do you have a few that stick out, or one that sticks out? Uh, probably the most thing that sticks out is like Halloween night going
1: around. Like, well, uh, we used to live in Lancaster back then. It was it was different. We would just go up and down our one street. It was a long street off of like um, Beltline and. Greenbrier was our street and you know that would be like supervised like me and some of my friends friends parents just walking up and down the street but then when we moved to Red Oak that's when it was more of a community thing and we would all jump like this is what I where I was getting at that I remember the most and love the most was getting in my dad's like you know, ten foot trailer. He'd put some hay back there, and we would just cruise around our neighborhood, which wasn't a big neighborhood, but and maybe we go to a couple others. But just jumping in the back of that and no, that passing like everybody, fun. and we'd hit every house, you know, because you you he would pull right up, stop, all the kids would get out, run, the parents could just stay in the car, you know, like some of the dads would be in my dad's truck with them, just watching us. And, you know, you feel like you have that freedom, but you're still being supervised. So that's something like I would do with my kids today if I had like a trailer to pull them in. I always think that's a great idea.
0: No, definitely. Mine was just, it was a lot of freedom that night.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, and I wouldn't give my kids nearly as much freedom now. But back then, yeah. Because even when you got older, it'd be like, you'd just go out with your, she'd be like, oh, because I have an older sister. You know, go out with Alicia and just Alicia, watch out for your brother. And we just hit the road, man. Yeah, Watch my, scary movies when you got home. Like, that was the night. And that's right. Sorry, but that's three days before my birthday, you know. Right. So, so that's it was why it's like, was like whole, that weekend was always like the best weekend of the year for me. Yeah.
0: I just remember being probably not real young, but probably 10 or 11, 12. And that was the first time we just went out.
1: Unsupervised.
0: Unsupervised. Yep. And going out with your friends and running the neighborhood and causing, you know, chaos. And it was just a lot of fun. I remember Halloween being a lot, a lot of fun. And then as you get older, you know, you have parties, and that's really fun, you know. And now as an adult, adult adult, I don't invite me to a costume party. Yeah, now I'm like more
1: worried that. about, like, I hope nobody does anything to my house. Yeah. I don't even want to hand out candy that much, you uh, know. See, I do, I'm more but, of a living out the bowl kind of guy, going so, by the honor system.
0: See, I, I want to, but just, I think we talked about it a few weeks back, I, but we just don't get that traffic.
1: Yeah, you don't get the foot traffic like I like and we're only separated by like half a mile, but I feel like my street would get
0: oh, more you, foot traffic. This side of what divide, the street that divides us uh-huh. seems like it would be a hot spot. Yeah. Cuz you've got four or five six long streets
1: they all run parallel with like two major streets. And that
0: seemed like it would just be right, but people it, just don't do that. So what are y'all doing for LE this year?
1: <clears throat> well, we've been talking about it. She's already got her costume. She's gonna be Poppy from Trolls. Even though now she wants to be a witch, but you know that complete one eighty. I appreciate it. I think she would make a great witch. It would be funny, but it's just getting too close, and I don't want to buy her new costume because she'll forget about it. She'll be Poppy. Don't worry. She'll be Poppy. And I think we're gonna go to my sister's house, and just because we don't want everybody to think we're so antisocial, we're like let's just go there for a couple hours. We'll bang it out, you know, we'll just, cause my sister lives in a cul-de-sac, we can, maybe we, Ben lives on the next street over, we can go see Ben, and then just come back to her, cause it's a Saturday night, and I think we still wanna, like, hang out, and, you know, I, I'm gonna stay up and watch scary movies, hopefully Ellie will go to sleep, she's gonna be stoked about her candy, and I'll be, regulate, you know, I'll be like, you have this much, and we'll save the rest, so take her to her house, let her get candy, and then hopefully she'll fall asleep, and I, I'm going to stay up and watch her. get Do you movies. apply the
0: dad tax to the candy? Oh,
1: I, I'm going to make sure they're okay. all... I take the bite first to make sure it's... That's what my parents did. Let me take a bite of that burger and make sure it's not poisoned no, at, I, I def- at Applebee's. I
0: definitely take my my fair share. That's oh, yeah. That's how I teach my, t- my kid about taxes. Tag,
1: that's a brilliant way to put it, too. Yeah. Teach him a life lesson while satisfying the sweet tooth.
0: And your dad's fat, and he just wants some candy. So I second that um, for myself. Yeah, we're going to uh, the square up here in town. Yeah, they do great they job. do that every year. We did it last year, it's so easy. I mean, all the businesses par- participate. It takes you maybe an hour. You've got all kinds of kids, you see a bunch of different costumes um and what's cool is, you know, Lauren the pub is right there off the mm-hmm. off the uh off the square right there and we start there. So it allows me to go in, have a couple beers while, you know, Lauren and Landry are taking pictures with the other kids that, you know, of the people that work there and hanging out or whatever. So that allows me to get a couple beers in. I get a paper cup and get me a beer to go. Mm -hmm. And then I just, we hit the square and it's super easy and no fuss. And then um, the restaurant uh, pops is they're doing a trunk or treat. So we'll take him over there and let him see all the cars and, and get some candy there. So it's super easy. Um, if y'all hadn't made plans, I was going to tell y'all to come on and go with us. But uh, I just – I like it because it's super easy. I don't like that Landry won't get that experience that we had growing up, you know, of Yeah, we're like the last generation
1: to, like, to maybe have that freedom. Just
0: because the times change changed so much now, I don't want my kids, like – Wandering alone now without me. No, I I agree. I mean, even though I would take them, I would take them. um, There's just that that just that whole experience of walking the neighborhood. It's different walking around a square in daylight, you know. Yeah,
1: they do the daylight. They do it around like lunchtime. (laughs) What you're talking about?
0: They do. I think it's like three to six or something like that but nevertheless it's fun it gets the job done um it's no fuss no much and at the end of the pit. day landry's gonna
1: get his candy he's gonna get yeah. to wear his costume yeah. he's gonna see his friends so and i
0: hope you know um as it gets older we can do a haunted house or something oh yeah we'd throw that kind of stuff in there but but no um yeah, they're a little too young for
1: the haunted houses still i don't want to sure. i don't want to traumatize them just for yet. sure but
0: no it, the, the thing on the square it's great it it gets the businesses involved. Um, yeah. it, there's a sense of community there, so it's all good. And like I said, for the parents, it's pretty easy. You know, there's no driving around. There's no walk. I mean, you're walking, but it's
1: it's within like half a mile. Everything you you're probably walk half a mile total. Yeah, you're just you're walking hitting, a giant square. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
0: and it's it, they get plenty of candy, so it's all good. Um, I know Claire's not going to miss it since she
1: moved her shop off the square. She did not care for that as much. She didn't. <laughs> no. Well, just because you think about it, you, she doesn't make any money. There's people she does because no one can come in because of the foot traffic, and she's just having to stand out there the whole time and just hand out candy. True. So she made no money, and I mean it's not that she doesn't want to hand candy out, but you open a business to make money, and she'd be like, "I'll make nothing today, and I'll have to buy a hundred dollars worth of candy, true. and I'll still run out with like an hour to go." Yep. So just
0: close it down, and go home. Yeah. So new spot,
1: new location.
0: Well, good. Um. So that takes us to the news desk. I think the first story we're gonna to get to, you kind of hinted at, and I, we, neither of us had an idea of when you, when you came up with this. Uh, I think I had a story uh, a few weeks back about somebody inventing like candy shoot. Yeah, like the and you system. were like, man, just get a cannon and fire it at those kids.
1: Easier said than done. I'm not a software engineer like my guy Luke Keys out of this is takes um, Austin, Texas. So Luke Keys lives in Austin is embracing social socially, socially distanced trick or treating he's testing a variety of methods to deliver candy with minimal contact as the corona as coronavirus safety precaution. He says that he has been toying with several ideas this year, including a candy launcher, a drone, and even a robot delivery system. He says him and his wife Michelle really love had Halloween, adding that her family would host a haunted garage experience each year. The couple has just put their own twist on Michelle's Halloween tradition, holding annual haunted science labs out of their garage. Key said that their spooky science lab drew about a hundred people last year, but uh, we built a reputation in the neighborhood. And this year, some of the neighborhood kids would ask about it. Uh, what's it going to be like? He said that his wife, him and his wife, were torn about what to do this Halloween in light of the pandemic. They ultimately decided not to hold a haunted garage, and instead planned to create a video series demonstrating socially distanced trick-or-treating methods. The footage shows Keyes sending treats sky-high with his PVC pipe candy cannon for the first part of the series. Keyes said that the candy cannon was originally a confetti launcher he built for his wedding, and it has since been used for on Easter, for birthdays, and other special occasions. Key says that while the candy cannon is a fun concept, he won't be using on Halloween as it is unpredictable and a little dangerous. Key said that his robot, Artie will definitely deliver Halloween candy or deliver candy on Halloween. And he's hoping to conjure up a second robot in time for additional deliveries. I said, why are you going to make a candy cannon if we're not going to shoot it at the kids? Just live a little Luke. That's all I'm saying. I think
0: he's playing a little safe. Playing I it a little too safe. I would be firing it right at their face. Yes,
1: you give them a heads up. You yell, "Watch out!" and you fire the thing. Even up in the air, you have a cannon. Yeah, let it rain down Tootsie Rolls. Ain't gonna hurt anybody. That would be great. That would be awesome. Yeah, you could you could uh, like open a bag of M Ms and Skittles. Say, "What are you gonna get? <laughs> M M&M or Skittles?" <laughs> Oof. Take a bite and find out. Like you have so many opportunities, and <sighs> I feel like it's just wasted. Don't get me wrong. A robot delivering candy would be extraordinary
0: because you could like dress it up or
1: yeah you could put like a little butler outfit on them yeah. and like a little serving tray it's how i that's how i just pictured it in my mind it was more <laughs> of a butler with like a tr- silver platter tray delivering your candy very fancy but yeah man you have the can and try it once i, I you know what save it for when those rowdy teenagers come
0: Shoot and the you, candy at them when they're egging your house at one in yeah. the morning.
1: But then you know, then it's like, yeah, they shot him at him, but it was Reese's pieces in there, so can't be mad at him.
0: No, they got some whelps. Yeah, bruises. they got they're they got fine. a couple
1: whelps, but then they can eat the pieces that bruise. They're them. fine, so it's a win win. So maybe save that for the for the little shithead kids that you know come around after midnight. But you
0: know, I I don't want to be this guy, but if we can go to drive-throughs and you y'all can't see me, but I'm mimicking handing a bag through a window to andrew right now if we can do that and we can go to restaurants and somebody can set food in front of us or we can go to all these places to the grocery store why can't you know and i know the argument comes down to essential and non-essential but why can't kids do this on halloween you know games
1: just wear a mask right
0: well we talked about it the city of la totally canceled halloween yeah. And then there's a lot of counties in California that are saying that they don't want people meeting up for Thanksgiving and Christmas either. Hmm. Which.
1: I think if you could wear a mask, because when, when I'm driving through, they wear a mask. As long as one party's wearing a mask, you know, you're doing pretty good.
0: I, I just don't think, like, you should rob kids of Halloween. I mean, I we're we're going to be doing Halloween.
1: We're still doing Halloween, but we're going to definitely do it safe. I don't think anyone's, like, getting robbed of an experience she still can dress up, she can still go see her cousin and she can still go get candy. Well, but we're not are, gonna we're not gonna Leroy Jenkins the whole time. But there thing. are several
0: cities around the country that aren't doing Halloween. And I think that's a shame. Yeah. I think it's a shame. It's but, also
1: a shame that all this shit hit the fan when it did and yeah. how it how it's went down. So the fact that Halloween get not being held in mm-hmm. LA is probably the least of my concerns though for twenty twenty, to be honest.
0: That's true. That's <laughs> true. But Talk to kids in L.A. It's all content. It's all relative. But uh, our next story, the headline reads, Halloween will have its first full moon in nearly two decades. And it will fall on a Saturday, too. And this is by John Meyer of the Denver Post. It reads, the next full moon won't be the biggest or brightest of 2020, but it could be the spookiest if you're into that kind of stuff. That's because on October 31st, we will see the first full moon on Halloween since 2001, and we won't see another until 2039. We'll also be seeing a so-called blue moon, meaning it will be the second full moon of the month, uh, which will be which was on October first. Uh, the next time there will be two full moons in a, in the same month will come in August twenty twenty three. In the last uh, the last year we had one, we actually had two in twenty eighteen, and in January and March, and February sort of helped out there, but only having twenty eight days. Otherwise, it would have it would have taken one of those moons from March. Um, the Halloween moon will not appear larger or brighter than normal. This year we we had our supermoons in March and April, the two months of 2020 when full moons coincided with the moon's closest approach to the Earth for the year at about 222,000 miles. The moon will be more than 252,000 miles away on October 31st, very close to its maximum orbital distance. So if you wanted to add any extra spookiness or extra cool factor to Halloween this year, it's on a Saturday. And we're gonna have a full moon. So. Full moon on
1: Halloween is just like a, a treat.
0: Beware of the werewolves. Yeah, there's a,
1: there's a there's there's one that's in the the headliner or something about werewolves.
0: Yeah, it says uh, it says uh, CC like copy like on an email it says CC werewolves. So, um, and
1: this is random, and I didn't do the research. I'm pretty sure next weekend is a time change too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like Saturday – is it Saturday night?
0: It will well, – technically, yeah. It's like Sunday morning.
1: Sun, Saturday, Sunday morning you yeah. will fall back. Yeah. Which is great. Another reason to stay up an extra hour and get spooky.
0: That's true. And, man, just a little side note. The weather – today it's, perfect. it's fantastic
1: claire came out bitching i was like this is the best you you could see the clouds move like there's a, sn- a storm coming in early you could see it getting dark claire went ahead and loaded up the crock pot for like taco soup oh yeah had it cooking all day so we had like it was definitely a soup kind of day so we immediately started loading up that crock pot shout out paul Loading up the crock pot with all these things. And yeah, we had taco soup for dinner and it was delicious. (laughs) Well,
0: funny because I kind of knew a cold front was coming, but uh, you know, in the last episode, I told you my brother got married. They went up to Denver for the honeymoon. How was it there? Well, he was like, man, the first couple days, he called me last night and he said the first couple days were beautiful weather, probably high in the low 80s or upper 70s. He said, but tonight it dropped. And I, should, I go, because oh, it came yeah. from the north. I said, oh, yeah, northwest coming, like that. Yeah, I said, oh, that we, we, it must be on its way here. And mm-hmm. then the high was, or I think the high, it got down to like 53 today. Hopefully, he packed
1: a little bit of everything for the trip. I if it's, it's going to go from knows. low 80s to like the highs in like now the
0: 50s, like who knows? Because he's going to bump Friday night, we were trashed. Saturday night, <laughs> he probably just he packed flip flops and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, no, dude, I'm loving, it. as a fat dude who had to sweat through, like, this is my favorite. Yeah. So I'm saying,
1: why, why would I not want to wear sweats all day? Like, I don't care if that's unprofessional. I can wear that shit to work with my job. I can wear sweatpants and like a, I just have like a zip up jacket, a hoodie. I'm good.
0: Yeah. No, I, as a big dude who sweat, who has a sweat through the summers, I love this time of year because the temperature's coming down and, and it's sh- just my favorite. And
1: this is why fall is my favorite because it's not, everybody says it's too cold. No, it's cold in winter. In fall the high can be like sixty three for the day, and that's great. That's I don't perfect. want it to be, you know, twenty seven with wind. That's fucking cold. But when you don't complain about like fifty three, that's yep. that's still
0: cool, but it's I not was, cold. I was wearing this today. In, yeah, in like a, dress, you can like dress so comfortably. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I love Me fall weather. It's 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 always been my favorite season. So Halloween's my favorite holiday. My birthday's right around the corner. Football season is usually hockey, basketball season. You know playoffs in the baseball it's always like the accumulation of fall was always like just my favorite for all these this reasons is my
0: favorite time of year good, um, good glad we agree so let's move on to our last story and like i mentioned in the open we are going to go over the most popular halloween costumes of 2020 and this is uh, a list based uh, that google put out um
1: and these are actually ranked like by i guess by units it's not just some random no,
0: order. This is ranked by the most searched, or yeah, the most searched down to the last searched. Well,
1: I'm, the top two surprised me. I'll I'll say that.
0: So let's start. Let's start at fifteen, and we'll work our way up. And number coming in at fifteen, it's purge, which so is I'm probably getting, that guy's the mask. Yeah, they I'm would guessing. Wear. Yeah, like that one mask you He's see like from the purge. Real big. Yeah,
1: that's a good series too. I, ever since the, I didn't like the first one, but since then they've done a good job with that with that series. So uh, I would recommend the purge. All of them. If you were looking for a movie to watch, Halloween.
0: Fourteen is a pumpkin. That's. I feel
1: like that's a kids' move.
0: But that's a kids' move, and that's a young like.
1: Like that's like a baby, yeah, like Todd. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I feel like was a pumpkin one I,
0: time. I think that's a very cute, like safe. Bet. Yeah, like that. That's adorable. Oh, that's any, guaranteed
1: any, safe. Like photo op.
0: Yeah. Any Any time you see or I see like a little baby or an infant in a pumpkin outfit automatic like
1: I just want to carve my name into them Jesus right <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a dark. Halloween special sorry <laughs> uh, I just want to retread right in there and take out all those take TV. out the insides just degut them completely
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to 13 we got zombie which is near and dear to my heart because I am a zombie fan Me too. but I feel like to pull off a zombie properly you need like a lot of prosthetics
1: you need you need somebody who can do serious makeup because yeah you can't just be like fake blood guy with like a torn shirt and say you're a zombie like no I want to see a fake eyeball hang out
0: that's like a that's like a lazy uh, exactly yeah.
1: that's what i'm saying like it's like you went to the thrift store got a t-shirt and then got some of that fake paint and just splashed it on you like you look like you could be a car wreck victim for all of you <laughs> be a hit right. and run victim you're not a zombie you I've gotta seen, have like a, I, a detached jaw yeah I've seen, you know
0: yeah i don't know if you like i've seen cat attacks that have caused yeah yeah so yeah i want to right see like you. you
1: gotta have like a dislocated shoulder uh eyeball sticking out and you're dragging a foot now you're you know you're yeah. getting there
0: yeah okay so moving on to number twelve, doll. Very vague. That's is that, vague. Is that
1: Chucky? Is that is it just like Barbie? Yeah. Is it? I mean, is this is for an G.I. adult? Joe? He's an action figure. That's not a doll. Okay. There's I was wondering there. if you're going to correct me there. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: um, I played with GI Joes. And those are not dolls. So moving right along, cowboy. Again, vague. Are we talking Woody? Or are we Urban talking cowboy like Dallas Cowboy? <sighs> I don't want to be See? a Dallas Cowboy
1: this year. I, it's 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 a cowboy like tip of your cap. Spit in a cup. Okay. Gotcha. Cowboy.
0: Uh number ten, classic Spider Man. No surprises. i actually surprised it's not higher.
1: It yeah, that that that's for like the last twenty years probably been a hot. Uh, uh number nine
0: line. is Ninja. Another classic, that Beverly Hills sense. Ninja. That'd be more <laughs> my style with the rolling in with the gut. I could I could pull that off. I would Real definitely easy be d- right now. yeah. That would be
1: a great one actually. That would be my ninja.
0: Um, and then number eight, uh, we've got Devil. Def- that's that's another, a safe bet.
1: That's another kid costume. That's a safe
0: bet. And then coming at number seven, probably the most kid uh, costume Fortnite.
1: Well, and since you said that, now that I'm looking, I'm surprised there's not like a Minecraft either. For another kid. Because uh, yeah. isn't Landry going to be? Landry's going to be Minecraft. So that would seem like Fortnite and Minecraft would go hand yeah. in hand. And you would think it. Would, I would have thought it was top 15. Like Purge. I would think that would get knocked out. Me too.
0: Um, Just don't
1: do the dance if you're going to wear the Fortnite. Does the dance um, have to accompany The it? dance is going to happen. Because then, then I'm using my, my, my candy cannon. And you're taking it to
0: the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six. You've got Angel. Which is weird. Like a slutty uh, angel? Or am I going to hell for just saying that? No, not at all. That's half of Halloween. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, right? That's why women love Halloween. It's that that's one why... excuse they can get slutty and not be shamed for it. I wouldn't shame you. I'm not shamed. It's, it's other
1: women not shaming you because guys are going to be like, great costume.
0: Because other women are jealous. Yeah, right? Because they've got to go dress up as like a frog or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh so number five is a clown which again that's very scary that can be uh, the scary. could be scary all, yeah fuck that you could go really nice you could go Ronald mcdonald or you could go pennywise and you could be
1: like hanging under a street light with like a umbrella or a umbrella a balloon, balloon yeah and i would lock my doors and grab a do guy. you
0: remember a few years back where people like you saw those that videos scare. wasn't big, it like in florida wasn't that the big it one wouldn't surprise me yeah florida, i think man. it was
1: there's like a documentary on hulu I think his oh, names like Bubbles or Bubbles, Bubbles the Clown, yeah. And like he and, was, he, you could hire him to like scare the shit at people, and it was. And then
0: it spawned like other people like copycats, and mm-hmm, they were like all over, all over the place.
1: And that was right around the time the uh, remake of it came out, mm-hmm. Chapter One. Yep. Uh, number
0: four is Rabbit. That's like weird. How what? was Rabbit number four? Like Peter Rabbit? Again, I, I'm assuming this is like like a infant Roger toddler. Rabbit.
1: I don't know. Roger Rabbit would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. And Just looking who framed you the whole time, like trying to solve a mystery. And then get your old
0: lady to like dress up as uh, Jessica. Jessica
1: Rabbit. That was probably my first crush. That was my first baby boner right there.
0: First <laughs> hatch of. Yeah,
1: that was when I looked down and I go, "What is going on?" <laughs> Jessica Rabbit's on the screen. You got a and lot of blood flow right now. Yeah, there's a lot of blood flowing to my to my pull ups right now.
0: Uh, and again, going back to being slutty, number three is Harley Quinn. Yeah. You could, you could get real creative with that.
1: Yeah. You know, I just couldn't pull that one off last year though.
0: Yeah. You you didn't look good. I think it was the bulge popping out. Maybe Mm
1: -hmm. the pubes. The beard, really yeah, didn't and they help. they didn't like it on the square when I showed up no. with the alien costume. With that's the, why you're not going back. That's sure. why that's why yeah. Claire had to move shop. Yeah, actually, figured.
0: yeah. And then uh, number two is dinosaur. Probably uh, the like inflatable ones, right? That Those and I figure a lot of little kids, you know, around three, four, five, are probably into dinosaurs. You see a lot of T Rexes or or whatever. Honestly,
1: I don't think I've ever seen a kid in a dinosaur outfit, but okay, I've never seen a rabbit either.
0: True. Uh, and then number one, the number one. Most searched Halloween costume of 2020 is a witch. Just the good default. That makes sense. What
1: what happened? What, where's the ghost? Where you just throw a sheet over you? Is that uh. is that too close to like a rally,
0: like a KKK <laughs> rally?
1: Now it's not like a pointed hood. You yeah. Just get like the old stained sheet and cut some holes in it. Like the that SJ, was always
0: no. The SJWs took care of the ghost costume about two years ago. They're yeah. not letting that shit fly. I, I, that makes sense. Um, no, but witches, it's classic. You know, you can yeah,
1: go. I can. I definitely remember one year my sister was a witch. You could and go, that's what Ellie yeah. wanted to be as a backup was a witch. Yeah, you
0: could go as cute as like Ellie and yeah, you like a be little a cute hat witch. and a wig, or you could go as ugly with, with like, like a, a nose, nose and moles right, growing right. out hair growing out of moles. Right, and and then you could put some dry ice in like a bucket and have like a you know like a little cauldron and have it like you know bubbling out like you pull, could out, pull out a
1: natty light from there <laughs> that's right. for dad. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> got a my bar kind cart going itch. on. Um,
0: but no, I mean, so that's a cute little fun list that I found that I thought would be cool to include. That was cute. Um, it's so cute. That was just too cute. Uh, so that does it for the news desk, um, and that brings us to. Our first Mount Rushmore segment of the night, which is our all-time favorite slash scariest horror villains from horror movies uh, from our childhood and just of all time. So I'm going to let you start, and we'll kind of go back and forth. Back and forth? Yep.
1: Okay. Um, And I, I did a little side note with mine, so I'll let you know how many movies they were in. I thought that'd be a cool. special yeah. little nope. treat for the, you, because all of mine are like just like the generic heavyweight so first one for me is Mike Myers I feel like he's like the OG boogeyman you know the first one on film to basically just stalk kids and like that relentless stalk that he would always do which gives you a little fleeting hope that maybe you can get away from him and then that just music come in he's just like slowly pacing behind you like never giving up
0: don't you just feel like he's a little bit of a dumb dumb though he's absolutely well, a dumb like dumb like he could just sound oh so he like has
1: him. mental issues like, like he's a
0: frittata like he you could just like Outsmart him.
1: Like he would probably have a, a riveting conversation with Forrest Gump and have his mind blown or sure. something from yeah, Forrest. For sure. But I still don't want to fuck with him. He will he will kill you and anyone in sight but 11 movies total that includes um you know the remakes that um, Rob Zombie's made which were decent remakes and there's actually two more to come. When I was looking this up it shows like two of them are in the works right now so they're already being probably you know maybe got shut down with all this shit this year but In the works, so coming up on thirteen Halloween movies, and all these movies have like a simple formula on my list, like the boogeyman, basically. And you'll notice that they will milk that dry and make squeeze every dollar they can out of these ideas. So that one's got thirteen movies coming up total by the end of like next year. It'll be thirteen.
0: You know, typical Hollywood mo. Oh yeah,
1: mo milk. And then once you're done making sequels, you make a reboot
0: or prequel.
1: Yeah, or the peak I, I like prequels if they can be made right. But yeah, you got sequels, prequels, reboots, trilogies, franchises, Collabs. Making, just making money. Yeah, a crossover. Yeah, they did a crossover with wasn't it Freddy? Freddy versus and Jason. Yep. yep. Alien versus Predator. Yep. Oh man, I should have put the Xenomorph on here. I didn't even think about that from Alien. I love those. Well, movies. we can at
0: the end we can talk about stuff that didn't make. Yeah, because I, I literally just thought of that. Um, my first one is, and we just talked about Ghostface from Scream. And my list is kind of based on what kind of scared me yeah. you know as a younger you know or kid or younger person but just the idea it's just that mask was super scary when it first came out and he wasn't going to let you get away I mean you really had to fight and scrap if you wanted to get away Yeah cuz those
1: killers were more athletic and young Yeah they and, were youthful
0: Yeah and it was just uh, just a knife and a voice changer and a telephone and yep. it was pure terror um, if you haven't gone back, go back to last week's episode um, and listen to we reviewed Scream One, uh, the first Scream in nineteen ninety six, and uh, we had a good time with that. Uh, but yeah, Ghostface from Scream, he always he always scared me. I think ninety six, I was like ten years old, so when that came out, it was ugh, it scared me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your next one?
1: Next one is Jason Voorhees, the uh, Friday the Thirteenth killer who. You know, we learned from the scream one originally, um, the first killer in Friday the Thirteenth. That was Jason's mom. Yep.
0: You know? mom. Trick
1: question for Drew Barrymore. So I put that you learn from his mama how to kill them teens, and boy did he hone his craft by the end of it. He's killing fuckers in space at one point. <laughs> you know, they 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 run out of ideas on Earth, so they go to space. Yeah, I remember there's one about milking with, it dry. yeah, literally milking it dry. Hey, let's cryogenically freeze Jason. Hear me out. <laughs> and we go to space. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> For some reason, they were taking Jason to whatever planet, this serial killer of Earth, and he breaks free. So they milked that dry to the tune of 12 movies. And they didn't say anything was upcoming, but they made those movies quick, too, because I think that was like early 80s up until the last one came out. It had to been over 10 years ago. Jeez. Right around 10 years. So within 30 years, they made like 12 of these.
0: That's crazy. But hey, make and, you know,
1: money. And like you said, simple concept, like hockey mask. And I picture him with, like, a machete. Yeah. You know, he's always mm-hmm. carrying, like, that machete. But Jason would be, like, built like fucking Herschel Walker. He's like a brute. Yeah. That guy is an absolute unit. I feel like Mike Myers is more, like you said, like a bumbling. I can probably maybe get away. I would not want to fuck with Jason. I feel like he... he there's scenes in movies where I think he just, like, rips people in half. Yeah. You know? Because after the eighth movie, you got to get more creative, so... He's always just like the most. They had really cool kill scenes in those movies. You I know? remember,
0: I can't remember which one it is, but like, he took like a like a tea post that would be like you'd wrap, you know, like make like barbed wire fences out of. And these two kids were having sex in a tent, and he just like took that rebar or that post and like stabbed it through the tent and like skewered both kids yep. with it. Like he he would
1: break you in half. I think Kevin Bacon was in one of those, and he got went through the neck, like laying in his bunk bed and he did the same thing like skewered him like through the bed and went up through his neck and seeing that poke out yeah so jason would get creative so props to jason for his creativity
0: no nah, he was always super scary um all the most the scariest dude in a hockey mask second a close second would be casey jones from ninja turtles that dude was a badass. that'd be a good battle but, and but he, he would lose yeah he would but he had a hockey mask and he was a badass. Um, so, my second one is Pinhead from Hellraiser. To this day, Pinhead scares me. I remember. <laughs> so,
1: seeing, that's, that's a good pick.
0: I remember seeing it in the movie. Like, we talked about movie theaters. You saw it in theaters? No, no, no. Oh, I, like the, oh, the video like, I remember seeing it and just having to walk. Like, I would, like, yeah. side eye it and just keep walking. I couldn't even look at it. Cause like, he's terrifying. He had he's know, something out of a nightmare coming it. out of his head, all over his head yeah. and face. Yeah, he's a walking nightmare. Yeah, so he always always scared me. Um, yeah, just things that nightmares are. Made that that of. would
1: be one where I would actually like watch that again on Halloween night. You know, because I I probably wouldn't watch any of these Jason movies, or I wouldn't watch a whatever, but I would rewatch a Pinhead. Well, there you go. Hellraiser.
0: There you go. Yep. May give given you some material for Halloween night. Mm hmm. So, what's your third?
1: Next one. Again, another classic, Wes Craven creation, Freddy Krueger.
0: Yeah, dude. You know,
1: he had a crazy backstory. I mean, one of them, they explained it where he was like the janitor at this school, and I think he, there was a fire in the boiler room, and. You know, after he'd been killing these kids, and so he came back to like, maybe the kids started the fire. I don't know, I probably should have done research before I started on this story. But there is a backstory to him, and he, that's why he haunts these people in these towns. And um, So he is dead, he's like a spirit, and he gets you in your dreams. And that is, to me, the most diabolical thing, to not even let someone have peace and, and quiet in their own sleep. And you know, That's where he gets you. So we had to talk before, how would you get away from him?
0: you'd just smoke some meth you would have to go on a meth bender and just stay up for a few you would, weeks you would just time. go to like yeah
1: just get an rv and like travel around do do as much meth as you can
0: you know by like the second week he uh, you just got to, all right dude i'm you got to hope, <laughs> yeah, hope he gives up yeah you
1: got to hope he gives <laughs> up he just up. loses
0: interest you got to
1: hope he loses interest or else he will fucking kill you in it your would sleep there'd just be a lot of cocaine and
0: a lot of meth you would just would And just if you die you die a fucking legend you know okay, at least i'm dying of an overdose and not burning in hell with Imagine seeing that crackhead
1: on the side of the street trying to fight <laughs> off an invisible Freddy Krueger and you're like, God damn, that guy's been slept in two weeks.
0: Oh, yeah. See, I just think you just do a bunch of math. You I, would have
1: to. That's literally, that's the best option is a ton of drugs. Drugs aren't
0: always the option. They're not always the answer. this case. But sometimes they are.
1: I 100% endorse drug abuse if you're being uh, chased by freddy krueger that is the only way to escape it's the so many drugs that he just loses interest or he takes pity on you so good luck with that good luck escaping that asshole with razor claws so my third one
0: is oh
1: sorry real quick go go ahead how many movies nine movies again Again. milking it milking it
0: what was that guy's name
1: Robert England.
0: Robert England. But it's spelt with like an Yeah, with like
1: yeah. a England. I don't know. And but he's yeah. ugly. Like he's yeah, ugly. He is person. not a handsome person, so no. putting on that little bit of makeup it took <laughs> that was like an hour in the makeup was it chair. Makeup? <laughs> yeah, right. They just
0: slap a striped sweater on him and have it hey, have Adam it. big
1: claws and it's like, I'm ready to go.
0: Um Okay, so nine movies. They got their worth they got their uh their money's worth out of that one. Yep. Going back to Ghost Phase from Scream, I think they made five. And a TV series. And a TV series. series, yeah. Um, I think there was Hellraiser maybe two and I think three made, maybe. I
1: think they made three of those. Okay. I believe That's so. That's what I was
0: thinking. Uh, And then my third one's Pennywise the Clown, but I specified uh, the original Tim Curry. Tim Curry. I like
1: how you specified Tim Curry. Because, dude. He's a creepy fucking looking guy. He is. And he like, played that character very well.
0: What? The new dude is like, what, Swedish? Like,
1: yeah, the I scariest he's thing
0: about Sweden is having to walk through IKEA. Swedish people are not scary. I'm sorry, like it just didn't do it for me. But Tim Curry, terrifying, terrifying, and, and it, the fact that
1: we saw that when we you're younger, yeah, younger, more impressionable, terrifying. Um, yep,
0: and really, even the character in the book uh, was super scary. Yeah, that was like kind of the first, uh, uh, first time I could realize like you could get scared by words. You know, not just seeing something or hearing something. No, like I you read,
1: read, I read a ton of them. Stephen King's. My favorite author. I read that book a couple of years ago, right before the movie came out,
0: and yeah, probably the because you can paint. You know, it in your mind, mm-hmm. and that's that's a, it. Was just that was one of the first books I realized like you could. You, you it could read. You,
1: helps you. It makes you use your imagination to to really visualize the story. Yep, and I so. like and, and back on that book I just love the history it always gives because half of it was the history of Derry
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and talking about it how he would come like every 27 years and it came from back back in the basically when it was still the old world you know like the 1600s and he's like some demigod on this planet so it had a really cool origin story if you were going to read the book it would be worth
0: it yep um, so yeah Pennywise um, so we all we obviously know we have the old movies and we've got two new ones so that's three total uh, do you got a what's your last one?
1: Last one for me would be Hannibal Lecter. that's
0: a very good one.
1: Yeah, I put he's a smart killer with good taste. If you know what I mean,
0: Chianti and fava beans. Yeah,
1: and um probably the best, you know, a great casting for that too. Anthony Hopkins, yeah, like he killed it in that role. Oh, he did. Literally,
0: and jody Foster is the FBI agent.
1: Yep, and even even before that, because you know the first one was a manhunter. That was based on the the books. Mm-hmm. So the books they're all based on books. I believe it's Tom Harris, and uh, it's Red Dragon is the first one because you know Silence of the Lambs is actually the second, but that was the most popular one. But there was a movie from like '86 with Michael Mann directing it called Manhunter. Again, that was and then they remade it with Edward Norton. Um, but just a cold blooded, you know, like this man has no empathy for anybody. Like he'll kill family, men, women, and children, and eat you. And even when he gets caught, you know, like that scene where they're they're wheeling him out and he's strapped in and they have to put him like in a cage. They put him like in a big cage and somehow he gets out and I just remember him attacking that guard and like going straight for the face, you know, like and just biting his nose off and like just basically eating him right there. And I probably saw that when I was too young to see that, you know, <laughs> and I'm like just blown away that this guy would just – somebody would be that fucking crazy that I'd just goes straight for the face and just start munching on him. Yep. You know, that that was terrifying to me so Hannibal Lecter and he's like a diabolical genius yeah you know? that's what's scary yeah like, he's like out, he is too. a genius he was outsmarting like FBI specialty and then when they brought him in to help find the killer because he they had to think like him and then later on he escapes and he could be anywhere in the world you know mm-hmm. so that was always cool to me like the, just the, the smart killer
0: that was a very good one I like I that one thank you and
1: this. five movies and a TV show yep
0: um so my last one is a wild card um and so a lot of people wouldn't classify it as a horror movie and it may not be but the shark from jaws always just scared the shit out of me yeah. they did um, a great
1: job building it up too because you don't see that shark until like damn near the end the end
0: um and you got to think when the movie was made how real they made it look now oh spielberg. Yeah. that was spielberg you know that early animatronic s-
1: shark yeah. looked real as hell
0: yeah, you know, he's ripping boats in half and, and all that, but uh, he terrorize an entire town. He'd yeah,
1: kill- and, and sorry, but if you put it in that premise, how he terrorizes an entire town and eats and kills, that's a,
0: that's, that's a horror movie that's villain. A villain. Yeah, that's yeah. a villain. And not only killed the town, like, in terms of, like, actually physically killing people, but you got to think, like, it probably killed tourism for that town. Yeah,
1: I think there's a scene where the mayor's like, we have to open up, it's... Fourth of July weekend. This is our biggest weekend. And the guy's like, there's a killer
0: shark on the loose. And he's
1: like, I don't care. We got to get these tourists in.
0: Yep. So uh, do you have honorable mention for this one?
1: Yeah. You want me to go just all mine real quick? Yeah, we'll just bust through them. All zombies.
0: Yeah.
1: Every fucking zombie. Zombies scared the shit out of me growing up. I remember I would think like how close the cemetery is to my house. (laughs) And at the pace they would walk, how long I would have. Because you assume a zombie uprising occurs at like the stroke of midnight. Sure. On like a on like a full moon night well, with like fog foggy everywhere. Yeah. And that hand comes up. So I like anywhere I was at, like I would think where's the nearest cemetery. Where's my exit doors. Uh, number two, you could say Leatherface and that whole damn family. Yeah. Just a whole psychopathic. Cause you know, it's not just Leatherface. It's like the Mom. whole family is like cannibals that, that lure them in, trap them in the house. And they just let him do the dirty work.
0: And shout out to, the The remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Jessica Biel's boobs. Oh,
1: they were bouncing everywhere. Fantastic. And anytime you get chased, I'm I'm watching.
0: That I, I I said last episode that Rose McGowan were the official tits. Oh of, no, you changed. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're still until I well, we watch something or I see something and I make the announcement. Rose McGowan is on the power rankings number one. Okay. Jessica, Jessica Biel from that movie maybe number two, but. No, I just had to point him out because I'm a small, um, I'm a boy. I'm a small boy, mentally. Nope, um,
1: note taken. And the last one for me is the Crypt Keeper. Oh,
0: from, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt, yeah. where he would always, you know, he'd be like locked in his casket and at the very end he'd pop stick out. up.
0: Ah! Ah! scare the shit out of me every time. You knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah was I knew scary. it was
1: coming. At the end, he would, he would always pop up and laugh, but that was something like growing up. Um, we would watch that with my grandparents, and I would be like elementary age. And my grand, my grand, specifically my grandpa, my only one I had, would make me and my sister watch that. And he would always say how the Crypt Keeper was his girlfriend, and you know he's got a crush on her and all this. And we would watch that and those movies, um, Critters. I don't even remember that those little ugly bastards oh, that like yeah. could join up and form like a ball and they terrorize the city. So we would watch Tales from the Crypt and Critters and Tremors. Actually, those three movies. All the time with my grand, with specifically with my grandpa. So those grandpa's badass. Grandpa's yeah. Instead of watching like anything that you would show a child, anything to show a child, that's what we would watch from a very early age. So I think that's what kind of sparked my love for horror movies because that's just what I grew up watching with them.
0: Yeah, no, cool, grandpa. Uh, Mine, real quick. uh, I couldn't find a name for him, but the creatures from a quiet place with John Krasinski. Yeah, Um, that just that premise of. Having to be quiet, and especially with, like kids, yeah. Like, how would I do that? Because
1: one little slip up, and you're fucking dead, basically. You know,
0: and we talked either last week or the week before about how I'm a Walking Dead fan, and you know, throughout the ten seasons, there've been babies born, and like, how you how do you navigate that? Like, you remember when our kids were little, like, and when they would oh, cry yeah. and they're hungry or all whatever. the time. Just trying to navigate a zombie apocalypse, or in a situation like from a quiet, you know, a quiet place. And Might as well
1: be a beacon, like yeah. or like a blow horn going yeah. off, mm-hmm. you know, yep, siren blaring and telling. Uh, my
0: second one was Candyman. I just remember that scene. With the bees Out of his mouth Yeah Yeah that was terrifying Um And then you said Jordan Peele was doing I'm
1: pretty sure I heard That he's connected I don't think he's directing But I think he's a producer If he's for the got North. his hands on it
0: In any way yeah. It's going to be amazing
1: I'm 99% sure I heard that, um, I read that And then that.
0: The Creeper From Jeepers Creepers like Yeah When you finally see The fate
1: And it like He yeah. has like something That expands right it And he's got those Big face. wings Yeah his wings Yeah that was scary That first one Was really good actually I saw
0: that in the movie theater By myself
1: like, no one else there, yeah. just Matt and just, strangers.
0: Yeah, just me. And, like, and my dad and sister went to go see um, what was that Western movie with, like, Kevin Costner in it, like, Open Country or something like that? Open Range. It's open Range. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah, they went and saw that, and I was like, man, nah, I'm going to go see Jeepers Creepers by myself. I had Popcorn, Dr. Pepper, Twizzlers, and Junior Mints, and I was just watching Jeepers Creepers, and it was really good. <laughs> I mean, it is a good movie. He was scary. I would, again, I
1: would recommend that. It
0: had Justin Long in it. Um, mm-hmm. and then my last one was a leprechaun yeah. from leprechaun. Like we would watch those. My ball brother ball. and my sister would watch those. Uh, I remember like my parents are divorced. So like every other weekend we'd go to my dad's and we hit up Astro video. Shout out. Shout out. And, uh, we would always get leprechaun even though we would never hardly finish it and we were always so scared we always get <laughs> too scared to finish it but you yeah, kept renting it, dude, it was, I don't <laughs> know why but he was always scary but then there's like other things that didn't make it like um it, and there wasn't there wasn't really a bad guy but some of this like still to this day and it's very relevant now but the scariest movie I've ever seen is contagion
1: yeah. That's where it's just real-life terror. Like, there's no boogeyman coming. There's, there's just a uh, something out of your hands, and it's affecting the world.
0: Yeah, that was just it, – and it's – that's why at the beginning of all this, like, that was like
1: <laughs> – I wouldn't even want to watch that. I, I was reading The Stand, the Stephen King book, which yeah. is like 1,300 pages. I was on page like 850-something when all this went down. I said, nope. I'm not going to finish that book right now. It's too real for me. I can't live through this and read this book. So I was like two-thirds of the way done with this book. Huge commitment, and I'll finish it later. I'm not going to finish that book right now. I can't. My my little heart
0: can't take it right now. Let's just get through this. And and there's other things that didn't make it. Um,
1: I got one since we're talking about something that was, um, and again, it's a Stephen King book that they made into a movie and a series, but the movie was really good, was The Mist.
0: Oh, yeah, because
1: it's not the creatures outside. It's when you're trapped inside and that like social democracy breaks down. you know, everyone's turned against each other. It's you know, I don't trust you, you don't trust me. We're trapped in here. And like there's like a wedge of people and it just divides them and that's, yep. and it's the fear of the unknown that drives these people crazy. And that ending bro. At the, you remember what I'm talking about? When he has like six bullets left and there's five of them oh, in the car yeah. and one of them is a little boy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and he's like – he could hear the, the creatures coming, so he just takes his time and shoots every one of them. No more bullets for him. He tries and he can't do it. And it turns out through the mist, you see it. there's no more creatures coming. It's basically the U.S. Army coming to rescue everyone. And he just massacred everyone in this car, including his little boy, after they made it through this, made it out. And we're like, this was their last effort. And then if he, if he had just waited like – two more minutes he would have. they would have been rescued but he thought I'm, I'm not going to let my kid die from these creatures so let me go ahead and just kill everybody and everyone agreed like you know they knew that was coming and you just hear the pop, 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 pop and he's just screaming because he just killed his fucking kid. I'd
0: have to go lay down in front of one of dude, those Dude, I was
1: like when I saw that and I saw that when I was working at the theater in Lancaster I, was, I wasn't I was even dating Claire at the time it was so long ago I wasn't thinking kids I mean that movie just gutted me dude I yeah, felt so bad and I was like that was one of the most fucked up brilliant endings I've ever seen I would I, I might have to rewatch The Mist because that's a great movie
0: uh, another one uh, yeah, I think we talked about Off Air last week when we were getting ready for this um, The Strangers
1: yeah that, again that's just the just how fucked up and real it could be because you can just be terrorized by strangers for no reason there's no reason why those people were there, if I remember right. They no. then they'd say like, "Cause yeah, she asked, like, why are you doing this?" And I think the response was, "Cause you were home." Yeah. And it's like when they say that line, it's like you get fucking goosebumps. Oh, Jesus. So it's like, "Oh my God, I'm home right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm I could be a victim. I have a home. Yeah, I'm home right now. You're looking out your windows. It's like yeah. the premise was again so simple but terrifying.
0: And there's other stuff, you know. There's other ones that that didn't make it. I just love horror about
1: movies. It. I'm glad we agreed on this.
0: I... <sighs> I like good ones. I, I don't like
1: well. Yeah, I like good food. I don't like shitty food. <laughs> I like good music.
0: Well, some people watch horror movies just because it's horror. just
1: because it's a Halloween I, I, and it's I, horror. I yeah, no,
0: I want to watch. In
1: I know what you mean. It's got to be like a, a legit movie. Like yeah. you say, like if it's a, like if Jordan Peele put a new movie, I was like, I'm gonna watch that this, this Halloween and see, season. And,
0: and to me, his movies, uh, they're not big boogeymen. They're yeah. it, it's really scary, and it doesn't have to be. Michael Myers or Jason or Freddy. It's more
1: psychological. Yeah,
0: I I like that. Or Contagion, something that is could really happen. I really think
1: Contagion would be the scariest movie to watch right now.
0: Like that would. It was always my the scariest movie. Like when people would ask me, "What's your favorite scary movie?" I'd be like, "It's Contagion." Like, "Well, that's not a scary movie." Yeah, it is. Well, it fucking is Mm -hmm. because look at us now. I mean, remember, th- thankfully, it wasn't. It didn't get to that. It was nowhere near that. Yeah, level. it didn't have
1: because in that one, it's like it's same thing with the stand. The uh, the death rate was like ridiculously high in yeah, those movies, yeah. where it's like, yeah, if you get it, you're dead. Um, remember Outbreak too? That was yep. good. I think that was like the first, yeah, like movie like that with like an outbreak of a disease that yep. has terrified me too.
0: So, um, but we are going to give a bonus. Uh, Mount Rushmore, and this one's more lighthearted. hearted uh, This is our favorite Halloween
1: candy, and uh, just to say, this is candy that you would get from trick or treating. It's not my favorite candy. Like if I'm at a yeah, I'm not, if I'm at a checkout line, I'm not I'm not picking up because I love Mr. Good Bars and Paydays mm-hmm. would be my top two. You don't get that when you go trick or treating, or you didn't when I was a kid. Yep. So it's like when you get home, you're 12 years old, and you dump your candy on the floor. And you kinda of separate like this is what I'm gonna eat tonight, yeah. this is what I'm gonna hide, and this, this is, is what my dad can have with his dad tags or my right. mom. So it, it, that's what it is, because I'm I'm gonna lift some and you're like, What? Why is that on here? Because that was realistically what I would get. No,
0: and I'll go for a I'll go first this time. And this is probably my favorite candy of all time anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's the Reese's peanut butter pumpkins. Yeah. I don't know why, but they taste better than just they do, the it's like cups. it's like they have more They've got more peanut butter. Pe- it's more them. peanut butter. Yeah, they're my f- like I go crazy this time of year because I'm just I'm I'm getting all of them. Oh, November first these-
1: and second. Same thing with Snickers because they're like creamier when they do the yeah. the Halloween ones like the pumpkin. Yeah, they're like normally a dollar fifty cents two for one. Let's go. Well, I think
0: they're fresher because they're making them. You know, they're not. Make, yeah, making they make
1: them, them for this season, yes. so they have to put them out. Uh, so that's great one. That's yeah. still
0: my favorite. I buy them. Just at the store, like we go grocery Yeah, you shop. can find at gas a, I'll, station. I'll grab a little is... bag and I'll snack on them throughout the week. They're mm-hmm. my favorite all time, hands down. So what's yours?
1: Uh, kind of like yours. It's 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 the rich candy. It's the the pumpkin shaped Snickers. Yeah. So it's the same premise mm-hmm. where it's the seasonal one. It's it's just creamier. It's better. I don't know. Snickers can't go wrong with Snickers or Reese's. Nope. So I feel like I feel like if I was going to have either one. So when you said Reese's, I had them both written down. So I just went Snickers because it, it could have been either. Yep. Obviously, For that's like the top two.
0: Um, my second one is runts. Yeah, because I would always get runts in there and I would pull them all together and dump them out into like my hand or like off to the side. And I would separate all the banana and I would eat all the banana. I oh, loved my the God. Bananas. I was going to say,
1: did you throw the banana ones away? The banana away? ones are the best. <laughs> no, they weren't.
0: Yes, they were. Dude. I wish we had more fan involvement, listener involvement, because I could put out a poll and I guarantee you everybody would say the bananas. At your 100%.
1: Color. You think 100% of people would agree with you on this?
0: Maybe not 100 because okay. people just like So it we would at least pool. be split. No.
1: They would be honest. No. We, we would be lucky to get a 50-50 split. I think oh. you would be trounced in this.
0: I would. I, I was going to say, bring Claire in here right now. You're looking now.
1: around like we have a live audience. Bring Claire in here right Claire Claire now. Claire likes candy corn. You can't trust her Ugh. opinion. We I asked her the question. Yeah, we asked ahead. her the question, and she, Matt, went, "What <laughs> candy?" He's like, "Get out of
0: here!" She said, "Candy corn." Without nobody hesitation, nobody likes candy. Without corn. hesitation,
1: I can go get you a bag. We have the candy we have right now. Is how old we are. We have candy corn and we have Werthers.
0: Werthers are the shit. I know. That's what
1: I'm saying. That's the two candies we have right now. Like we are t- thirty two going on seventy three. <laughs> we have Werthers, Werther's and candy corn good, in our though. in our little cabinet right there. But I do. I do. This is the same thing. chick
0: that likes Miracle Whip on her tacos. <laughs> so, hey. but no, the banana ones are the shit. Okay. Uh, just start I polling think. people, and we'll call me at the end of the weekend, or call we'll start me a at- group text with like twenty people. <laughs> we'll will ask, we'll ask the league. Okay, that's that's a I'll good start. Spot. A that's
1: that's okay. With that, with us excluded, that's a good ten person yes. poll. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, give me your second one.
1: Second one for me, again, people might think I'm weird, I might be alone here, but I really like almond joys. No, they're money, dude. I see, I they're love money. the coconut, the coconut shaving mixed almond. with the almond in there. And then, they, what's the other one that's like the red mounds? And white mounds, but what's that? It's not a see, mound nut.
0: No, it's just a mound of
1: chocolate. <laughs> I was going to say, because that one's specific, almond joys. So I know if there's an almond, but, but yeah, almond joys, can't go. Wrong. And again, that was something you would get when you dump your bag out, because I feel like people are like, oh, almond joys, what kind of freak likes that? This guy right Anything here. Anything
0: with almonds. Like right now, Lauren bought a... It's like one of the small bags, but it was like a Hershey um, variety bag. And it had uh, uh, Mr. Goodbar, Hershey's, Clutch. and then Hershey with almonds. Clutch. And then what's the red white Crispin or... It's like their, it's like their crunch equivalent. crunch bar. It oh, was, is it a hundred grand? No, it's like their, but it's like their crunch. It's equivalent. their equivalent of crunch. Yeah. It's got the little With rice, the rice crispies yeah. or whatever. Um, but no, uh, almond joys are I love very, almond very very joys, good,
1: man. I like. It's one of those things where like if you got someone like you're married or whatever and they don't like them, I'll claim them all. Yeah, give mm-hmm. me all your almond yep. joys.
0: Uh, my third one is nerds. Classic strawberry nerds, grape nerds. I feel like I got it.
1: so many cavities just from eating nerds because you just you just get a handful or open the box and dump. I would it. just
0: open the box and just dump it back. Yeah, that's what
1: I'm saying. You would just dump and they it would up. just sit there
0: between your teeth. Yeah, and
1: that's what I'm saying. I think that's what created yeah. cavities because they'd get lost into the like, little mm. gaps of your teeth. Well, not gaps. Rot. I don't have big ass gaps in my teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like the little craters in your tooth.
0: Yeah, the little crevices and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they would just sit there. And
1: just they would just sit away. there and rot. Yeah. So nerds, like dentists, would not would not recommend. No, nerds. no. Uh, my third one was a another sugary one. It's sweet tarts. Yeah, I feel like sweet tarts it doesn't matter the the color. They're all good. You know, I like the I like the shock tarts. I believe they're called the, the sour tarts, ones. Yep, I grew up on those, man. Like that was my go to. all the time we would um I would go with my other grandma to rent movies, and you'd get candy. I would always rent whatever movie and get shock tarts. And now Claire, and then we got Claire. Claire loves sweet tarts. So, we always have like sweet tarts or shock tarts in the house. Like sweet when we play games and we're like drinking, you know, we'll have like our little shots out and then it's like fr- and shock tarts right there. So, you take a shot, pop in a shock tart or a sweet tart. Sweet tart,
0: it. it says in the names a little sweets, a little tart, you get yeah, a little bit of perfect. both. Perfect. I like it. I it's mean, like, now, like it. now and
1: later. Great name. You can have a little now, you can have a little later. Again,
0: banana now and laters are the shit. Okay, I think
1: you just really like bananas. I think
0: I like imitation banana <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm a shit pig. Uh, banana pudding? Hell uh, yeah. Banana pudding's good. With wafers or without? Uh, I can take it either way, but Lauren makes it with wafers. Uh, which I'm, a, I'm a wafer I'm, guy. We're getting, she's making fresh banana pudding for this weekend, so I'll scoop you out some Hell before we yeah. take it. <laughs> I'm glad I brought that um, up on a side note. Uh, my last one, it's a classic. Uh, you can get them outside of Halloween, but Kit Kat. Yep. And, it came, you know, the Halloween would always be two. You know, regular one's four. Four sticks. And then, you know, in your, the uh, Halloween bags, you would always get the two stick. But I just love them. I love Kit Kats. Yeah, do you, a, do you break a, it? Of right. course. Okay. You don't eat the whole thing like a monster, Some dude. Some eat. Just take a bite out <laughs> of it. What the fuck? Dude, there's a whole Reddit on it.
1: Yeah, they probably have... Subreddit,
0: I should say. They have
1: uh, skeletons like... Buried in their yard too.
0: Yeah, they have people in their basement. No, nah, that's
1: a fucking that's a psychopathic trait to just eat it like that. Yes, I'd
0: break it. And if it I, was,
1: I if I saw someone do that, I would I would look like I just saw them like eat eat brains or something. The, I would give them the look of just absolute. At confusion. the weirdest,
0: I'll break it in half and just like I'll eat two at a time. Yeah, but you're not taking a bar no. of four. No, four, it's like you're yeah. eating a flute. Yes, or a pan flute. You yes. know, you're just munching into yes. it. No, that's no, that's psycho. Do that people do that you can google it and it's out there it's <laughs> you can google thing. it it's a real thing um what's your last one
1: last one for me is just m&ms all kinds
0: okay you yep. can
1: get the classic i love peanut we recently got the brownie filled ones are they good they're very good mm. peanut butter hazelnut pretzel i just love, i'm a fat kid that loves m&ms yep. so any any kind of m&m you get the assorted pack you, you know they color code it you know and all of them are clutch
0: my uh my honorable mention are blow pops. Or tootsie pops, either one. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: that's on mine. So I'll just go ahead and say I have tootsie roll lollipop. Yeah, on mine. suckers
0: are clutch. Uh, Airheads and peanut M and Ms. Go. But my my other substitute, any, any, like I'm like you, any, yeah. Any M and Ms is solid. Yeah, I'm good.
1: And since I had the tootsie roll, my other last honorable mention is milk duds. That's another like good one to get at a movie theater too.
0: So speaking of milk duds and M and Ms, I don't know if it's a northern thing. Or what? But there is a phenomena where people get popcorn at a movie theater, Mm -hmm. and they'll get M and M's or milk duds, and they'll pour it in their popcorn and shake it down. So melt a little. Yeah. So they get like handful. They get like a bite of like buttery, salty popcorn and like an M and M. That
1: sounds like a Colorado thing where they have some legalized weed. (laughs) That's just. I mean, it sounds good. It sounds messy and. I worked at a movie theater, and we we would have people do that. We would have people layer it with ketchup. They'd want you to give you some, give it what? back to them, so they could pump in ketchup a little bit more. Oh, it, weird stuff! Yeah, what the? I heck? I, I get the butter, um, but yeah, we'd have people putting in weird stuff. So I, I could I could see that.
0: You know where those people are now? They're taking now. They're taking now. bites out of Kit Kats like psychos. They're Al Qaeda. That's Al Qaeda. That's where they're at now.
1: <laughs> I should have reported on. I knew something was up.
0: All right. Um. So that takes us. To our next segment, which is our Pick Your Poison segment, and just just like our uh, just like our Mount Rushmore, we're gonna do a double. We're gonna double dip. We're gonna give you two pick uh, pick your poison uh, scenarios. So the first one is is what horror villain would you want to be stalked by? You gonna take that one first?
1: Yeah, mine first. Um, I would want to be stalked by Michael Myers. Like we said before, he's a, he's big. He's a little dumb, and I justified it because he usually only goes after family. It's like it's real, it's real personal with him, and I would I would be like talk. I would be trying to smooth talk him the whole time, like like a used car salesman. And if he spared my life, I will gladly help you kill whoever the fuck we're trying to kill. Just don't kill me.
0: You don't like your sister? I don't like the bitch. Yeah, that bitch never, never
1: never never smiled to me or anything. So I would absolutely like. I will help you out. I can I'll drive you. We don't have to do all that slow walking. We can fucking hop
0: mm, in the truck. And take the load off. Yeah. We can
1: we can drive through, get some food, carb up, and we'll just go kill more people. Carb but up. I would I would weasel my way <laughs> out of out of the toad some pasta, we'll get our carbo <laughs> load on. And then we gotta take a little nap because we had a little too much pasta. Yeah.
0: We just kind of become friends. Or you could just pull out your keys and just something shiny and just distract them. Yeah, because he is he is dumb. I think, I we think we've established that. He has
1: gun. he has the mental capacity though because you know, in those movies he killed his sister when he was like ten, so he's been locked up. So I doubt he got a great education. I think he has the education
0: of like a fifth, fourth grader. So
1: I would use I would manipulate him
0: like, I mean, and just have, weasel my way have out. Have you ever heard of Pokemon? Check this shit out. Just, inter- just
1: introduce him to the internet. Hey you wanna <laughs> see titties? I'm sure you do. Do 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 do. Okay. It's done. I'm with you. Um, so I just outsmarted Michael Myers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could have ended those movies in yeah, one. Who needed 11 movies and two two upcoming? I just solved it. But hey, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, wouldn't have got her star without it. So there you go. Um, mine would be Chucky from Child's Play. Smart. Because I would just drop kick that motherfucker. Yeah, I
1: was going to say he's at knee level. so that's I would actually... just punt
0: him. I would pick him up and I would punt him like... He played soccer too, so that's a powerful leg. I would punt him like Matt McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> There's your obscure cowboy reference for the night. Yeah. I would, seriously, like, why Why was this a thing? How... Hey, they made
1: a remake too with Audrie Plaza as the mom, so it's like recent too. So uh... they're still trying to pump these movies out.
0: Have you seen the Fappening? Did you see? You <laughs> told
1: me about it because didn't you have a crush on her yeah, until then? Until
0: I saw it, it's got to be. Is it that bad? It's that like, sounds. It's like Baghdad down there. Golly,
1: that's a brutal description. Like, it is not good. <laughs> it's like you don't even want to look it up to confirm. It's like
0: I don't even no, want to. think I never really want it. to see it again. That sucks because she seems. She's pretty and she seems really cool. She's she's like that weird cool type. Yeah, like they, I could drop a name on. I won't drop the name on here, but she's just like somebody we. Both know, I think. Oh yeah, I'll drop a name. Okay. After we cut it, and you're like, okay. "Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense." Um, but no, it's it's a it's war. zone. That down. bad, yeah. Jesus. Did you see Hope Solo? Did you see hers?
1: Oh, I was thinking Han Solo. I was like, "What the
0: fuck?" She dropped I, a bush in that? You know, hope.
1: Uh, I've heard. I've heard it's like an Arby's roast beef sandwich. Yeah,
0: Jeremy Stevens did work down there. <laughs> just left. To just. Uh, yeah, they're the same. Um, okay. Well. No, that took a dark turn. Yeah, we're back on topic, but yeah, I would just, I would, <laughs> yeah, how did it get here? We're talking about because you thought oh, she how in that movie, she, she, she uh, did the remake, so it's your fault. Well, I think
1: she kept her pants on, though. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Thank god. Um, no, but I, I just don't see how anybody is scared of Chucky. Like, just pun it, it it's Run scary it over.
1: If, when you're a kid, so watch this, but as an adult, you're right, use that logic. Like, I'm an adult and you're two foot. Uh, you're like 18 inches tall yeah
0: you're an 18 inch doll i would punch you into next week
1: you could get a driving iron you know and like put in some work too. on a good
0: day i could i could i could hit him probably 300
1: 350 with the roll you should get the um the cricket paddle that might be more (laughs) useful that would be like a solid you know base i'm doing the measurements here it's like four inches by like a 12 inch paddle oh yeah
0: yeah, no, but that that would be mine. Easy again, easy. using logic.
1: I like where your head's at. You, I think we could take both these guys down. Easy. I'm actually taking a risk. I'm hoping I could smooth talk my guy. You can actually beat the shit out of Chuck. Yeah, I think I think, not, I think you would win that battle I'm hands not fucking down. Around
0: with him. Like, I'm not. Uh, is there any one that we missed, or is there another one we would like to face off with? No, they're psycho killers. Do you I don't see don't misery? Yeah. Oh, well, what about crazy that,
1: bitch? Man? Well, <laughs> am I am I able bodied? Or am I bedridden? Because then I don't. I'm at the mercy of her. So,
0: dude, that scene where she puts the blocks. Yeah, I know. That's why. That's the first thing you Kathy think Bates. of.
1: Yeah. So no, if I'm if I'm basically disabled and can't move i
0: don't want to be in that situation yeah, if i'm able-bodied i'm beating the shit out of yeah me. i'm throwing her out the window and driving God, off i hope people listen to this with context um <laughs> i'm throwing that bitch out the window <laughs> all right so our second pick your poison uh would you rather live in like a poltergeist type hellscape house with like a portal to hell or live in a zombie apocalypse
1: yeah and we we want to clarify because when i told this to claire she immediately was like, "I'm gonna live in a haunted. I'm gonna live in a haunted house." She was thinking she's basically roommates with Casper, and she's gonna go on like working all the time and going on these awesome adventures. Like, no, you are you live in a house like in the middle of the woods and you work from home, and it's a poltergeist and there's like a gateway to hell. Because if you gotta live in a zombie apocalypse, you know, because it's pick your poison. So each one's a terrible option. So it has to be equally as terrible as living in a zombie apocalypse. So yeah, you live in the most haunted fucking house. On planet Earth, you know, like Satan lives in your basement type of thing. So put it in that context and think about it because I, I I have my answer and I think we actually had agreed on it. No,
0: I yeah, I, I live in a zombie apocalypse. down. Yep. I I've I have i have hidden like... my love for The Walking Dead on here. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm into all things zombies. And my zombies are slow. Oh, they have Anything... to be. There's no
1: rage virus. That's bullshit. I, to zombies me, are slow and yeah, dumb. And to me, those
0: aren't zombies. Like
1: they're you know. relentless, and that's what that's what always scared me the most about them is they don't have strength or speed, but they have strength and numbers. And it's once you watching those movies because I watch zombies like those were my favorite growing up. And it's the thought of like being cornered and pinned down in a house. And and they're just getting overflown, and eventually they're breaking through. The they're weight pulling down a board. Yeah, their weights pressing the door open, and you're already upstairs. You got nowhere to go, or you're in the basement and you're trapped. And it's just you're, you hear their moans and their groans, and you, there's nothing you can do. You're trapped, and you just have to like kill yourself or be eaten. And it's a slow, it's a slow burn, you know. So yeah, there's no fast zombies. They're slowly getting to you, but they just have so much strength and numbers, and they're relentless as hell.
0: I have dreams about being in a zombie apocalypse all the time. I, used I think to. I would thrive.
1: I think I would thrive. I do. not to brag, I would be really good I'd at this. I'd be killing it. I'd still be on season 10. <laughs> I'm basically
0: Daryl Dixon, like just less redneck. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's I good. say that I may not make it past day 3. Like as soon as the drive-thrus shut down, I may be fucked. Yeah, you're more like what was his name, T-Dog. <laughs> yeah, that may make it into season 2. <laughs> no, I just the thought of in just everything going away like all the debt all the worry all the bills like you still have
1: a lot of worry because true. it would be like a fart in the middle of the night good good signal true
0: but I, you know i think i've got enough i've gained enough knowledge um, oh yeah but that's the thing about the walking dead is like in that world like zombies didn't exist so that's why that's why it got so bad and that why, the, why they overtook the world so quick cuz
1: they didn't know what to do they or they didn't a know the brain cuz and they
0: don't even call them zombies they call no. them walkers they there's all kinds of names biters walkers yes yeah, so they never you're so there's
1: never a zombie reference no never a zombie Cause reference cuz like you said that that concept is just Out of this world, it's never been. You know, we all know
0: what to do. and We all know to kill the brain.
1: Have you read that book that uh, Mel Brooks's son? Mm -hmm. Is it Max, I think? Max Brooks. Had a survival survival guide. I actually read all that. First thing to do, like, cut your hair. Cut your hair. Tight-fitting clothing. You know, knives over guns because you never got to reload them and they're not as loud. It's like, if you're reading all this, you're like, these are great ideas. Like, I've read that book. So I really feel like my life... Watch, like watching the movies, because those were my favorite growing up, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like zombies, like, blew up in the last 10 years with Walking Dead, but growing up, it's like, that's what I would always watch, and it's like, I feel like I've been preparing for this my whole
0: life. So, yeah, so do I. <laughs> and I was really disappointed that this apocalypse had no zombies, or this this pandemic this, had no this zombies. Year,
1: it's the year still young. <laughs> you never still, know, we still got two full months.
0: months. <laughs> no, I would definitely pick a zombie apocalypse. Easy, that's hands down, because I don't, I'm not doing... Poltergeist. I'm not doing haunted houses. I don't. I don't even like going into Walmart past ten because, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that place is scary enough. But no, it's just it, I, that I would just want to do that. I, that would be fun to me. The
1: worst part though is just like I don't know. There could be living by yourself, having to see loved ones die from like. Yep. That's the hardest part. But you know, keep on trucking, adapt, travel yep. light. Yep. Find you an and old then, established or you know, an old just, prison.
0: Just like in the show, you know, at, at, at some point we would conquer the zombies or we'd be able to handle the zombies. And then it would be – the biggest threats would be us, like roaming factions of just bad people. Yeah. Um, you know, the fight for resources.
1: That's another just, element that really – that's you the, the whole other side it. of the ball. Yeah, it's like, you know, water, nutrients, the food, that's like your currency. And people, Ammo.
0: And people – and I don't get people to... I don't try to convince people to watch the show anymore. But that they were just like, it's just a zombie show. Like, how good could it be? I'm like, well, you have all these other elements. Like, yeah, that's the, half the
1: show is the human, human element. element. Yeah, that's half the you show, know? really.
0: And then, you know, the there's a line from... A great line from the comic. And they didn't do it as well in the show. But there's a line where Rick, the main character, says, Hey, we are the Walking Dead. You know, and eventually you become you know, what you're running from. Yeah, that's your whole world, so. So, but yeah, I'd pick a zombie apocalypse, hands down. Me too. I love I, it.
1: I think we'd pair up pretty nice.
0: Yeah, we'd make a good team.
1: I got yeah. knives hidden everywhere, machetes in the bathroom, just duct tape it to a bat. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, well, y'all can't see, but I just gave I got, I got
1: hit, I got, like, Trench knives, like the bar- the like a bayonet. It's like it's a it's a bayonet, but it has a brass knuckle attachment. With oh the skull yeah, skull on the bottom. Yeah, I got a couple of those hidden around in our room. I got two bats located at the doors, machete in the bathroom. There you go. Bat- a, spring a assisted work. blade in the ba- in the kitchen uh, pantry up here. That'll uh, work. Yeah. yeah, put some nails work. through that bitch.
0: All right, so we're not going to do 60 Seconds on Big Brother. It's a terrible that, I know season. you're disappointed. Next, next, week's,
1: next week's the finale coming up, so I'll, I'll at least recap it, but there's no point. No one's no one making big moves. No one's doing anything. Uh, I'll just say Christmas The Stripper. Your Stripper got evicted. Ah, oh, so she's back to the strip club she's now. She's back on the poll. So I'll just, real quick, the final four is now Cody, Nicole, Enzo. Oh, shoot, that is that it? Is it final three? No, it can't be final three. Who going to miss it? Oh no no no! Christmas isn't gone. She's gonna go. She's gonna get evicted this week. She has to. She's on the block with Nicole, Cody's HOH, Enzo's safe. Um, and there's only one vote, so whoever gets the one vote is gonna vote this one person out. And I jumped the gun, but I think it's gonna be Christmas. So okay,
0: that's literally sixty seconds on Big Brother. Maybe less. Yeah. Um, all right, so we did do a movie watching review. I think we alluded to it earlier, uh, but we watched the 1991. Classic,
1: you just gotta say that line, you don't have to mean it, but no, we'll I don't say mean it. it at all. Uh, was it really 1991? Yeah, it was 91. I felt like it was like older than that. Maybe I just rented it many times. No, I was uh, pretty sure it was 91.
0: Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, um, this title says it all. One in the line of many great Ernest movies, yeah. <laughs> they did because when I searched for
1: it on Amazon Prime, you know, you just type in Ernest, was there, was a, like, there was like 12 more. Yeah. That's why I was like, man, good for that guy though to make a career out of yeah, that, he found make a some niche. money. Um, you know, he probably owned a house and
0: wherever until the day he died. Full disclosure, I did not take any notes because I got exactly seven minutes in, and I texted Andrew. It was like, I immediately regret this decision. Yep, I wanted Adam's family.
1: Yeah, I should have listened to you. And and Matt was like, no, oh, Ernest scared stupid. I was like, You know what? That, that was, I remember watching that growing up. All right. And then I'm watching it, and I'm like, Yeah, this is pretty bad. I was totally
0: <laughs> wrong, and you should have rubbed my nose in it, like during the text. But it was, I hadn't
1: watched it yet, though. I watched it today. It was so bad. It was bad. One when the, of when the best characters, probably the dog,
0: Rimshot. Rimshot, That yeah. tells you a lot. Rimshot was good.
1: I love that dog. Uh, I'll just
0: get some fun facts out of the way, because uh, that's all I have to contribute. Um, so the dog, Rimshot, I did the same thing you did. I was like, that's I, Wishbone.
1: I 100% thought that was Wishbone.
0: But I got on there. Uh, his name is, that's not Wishbone. Uh, rimshot from the movie was played by a dog named Barkley great Clever name him.
1: great name
0: um and he went on to star in a couple other movies but <laughs> that <laughs> they was went on the stice. He, he peaked
1: better than i did in life man <laughs> he did man
0: <laughs> I, I speaking of dogs uh peaking better than me uh i watched uh steve-o's podcast today and uh steve-o guest yeah he's yeah. got a podcast uh and he had uh cool. he had on one of my favorite podcasters slash comedians brendan schaub um but uh he's got his dog with him. So what Steve-O does is he has a van slash it's not an RV but it's like a big like sprinter van that he's converted into a mobile studio. That's so cool. he doesn't have one location where he's got a fly guest He goes in. to you. He goes to you. Yeah. That's so awesome. and he and Smart. he uh, I saw this on Facebook or Twitter or something a couple years ago but he actually rescued a dog on the streets of Peru. He rescued a dog while he was there in Peru and it told the whole story how he found the dog. Excuse me. Any he, uh, he rescued the dog, and he had he all the trials and tribulations of trying to get the dog back into the states. But anyway, her name is Wendy, and she's on every one of the podcasts right there on on camera. But he said she's got an Instagram account with three hundred thousand followers. Golly, <laughs> a dog. That dog's named a,
1: Wendy. That dog's a real influencer.
0: So uh but yeah, so uh the dog Rimshot was not Wishbone. The dog from Wishbone is actually named Soccer. That's which that's name. a weird name. Yeah. I love Soccer, but that's a weird name for an animal. Um but yeah, so not not it. Uh and do you know the girl, the main girl from the movie? Elizabeth? Is that her name?
1: The little girl was. Yeah, I immediately caught that since that's my daughter's name.
0: Yeah, so she went on to star in Thirty Rock from the Sun with Jordan. Joseph or, uh, Gordon-Levitt. Jordan, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah,
1: really. That was a really good show too. Just my mom used to always watch. I think. I think I didn't get it back in the day because it had John, not John Lovitz. No, John. Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah. yeah, who's a really good actor. Yeah, and it's like watching that. Like I feel like that was one of those really smart shows that like probably went over my head as a kid. Even though they're like aliens or whatever, like it's like good comedy. It's that, very good. It's good it's comedy good. that I feel like if I watched now, I'd probably appreciate really, it. Yeah, I would appreciate it more. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, I had no idea. That's cool. Yeah, she you really on, did some research on it. because yeah. you were probably like, "Fuck this movie." Let me just. research I was on my it.
0: phone, half paying attention. I was like, "What are you doing? Shouldn't you be taking notes?" I'm like, "Look, I'm taking my notes, okay? Mentally." Um, and then I think that's all I really had. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that movie made fourteen million dollars.
1: That's impressive. In '91, that's impressive. That's inflation. That's probably
0: twenty-five. Maybe more.
1: And you know, it cost him like thirty-six thousand made- to make it.
0: <laughs> I think it cost him like four or six million to make. I looked it up. But good for them. Good for Jim Varney. I mean, like you said, yeah, he, he, made he a found a niche. That. He made him some money uh and i looked it up he died 20 years ago which is crazy it doesn't feel like that it long because i remember
1: when he, cause he cancer right we liver cancer yeah so i remember when that happened because we were still guys young enough but yeah, i would have never guessed 20 years
0: because lauren lauren said she is he's, he's dead right and i'm like yeah he only died a few years ago and then i looked up it's 2000 and I'm like, oh my gosh yeah well
1: 2008 doesn't seem like 12 years ago to me
0: so true um, shit just flies when you get older so what do you want to talk about I'll just kind of go off you because I'm, <laughs> and it, it it's one of those things like we watched six movies, two of them were good, the other four weren't good. Um, what was the other good movie?
1: Original so, Mighty Ducks. Original Mighty Ducks. And screen. Then, uh,
0: okay, sorry. We watched seven movies. Um. Three of them are good Scream, Original Mighty Ducks, and Original Three Ninjas. And, you know, the second and third Mighty Ducks weren't as bad, but it, and it's coming off of doing Scream, and it was really good. Which was really good. And I took a lot of notes, and then going back to a shitty movie, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> so I think our movie selections from now on have got to be, we got to step it up.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because you want to be able to watch them and not cringe the whole time. And I
0: want to be able to contribute to this part of it. Yep. Um, but anyway, what do you got?
1: I'll just do a few of the lines Uh, well, when he has to go, there's like this, he works for the sanitation department and he gets ordered to go clean up this old creepy house. And, um, when he gets there, he's all scared and he knocks and he just turns around real quick. And <laughs> I just like this line. He said, Oh, must be out robbing graves or biting the heads off of chickens. Cause he's, he's done. He does not want to be there. He old knock, lady answers. He, he knocks
0: twice. And like, as soon as he gets done no he knocking, he's around. like, well, nobody's. Yeah. Home. He just,
1: nobody's home <laughs> out robbing graves or biting the head off chickens. Uh, but she's there. She is fucking crazy. Uh, later on, when he tries to explain the why he, there's, there's this, uh, he's like friends with a couple kids in town and they're getting bullied by these little shitheads, the Murdochs. Yep. Gotta hated those little boys. Those I wanted. Fat kid. Yeah. I think his name was Matt, too. Was it? It was Matt. They called him that one time. And I was openly hoping that the troll would take the souls of those little boys. I did not like those kids. But when he's trying to explain why they need this treehouse to get the high ground like the Ottomans did, um, he just goes into complete multiple personality syndrome right there. Or is he's schizophrenic. Yeah, like he's, and this little boy's just kind of, and at the end, the boy looks kind of scared. Like this guy is a psycho. I'm sure I know how he eats his Kit Kats just to bring that <laughs> full circle. But he, he's like, he's got like three women characters. He's got like a French character. He's got like a old Southern character. He's got a, like a guy from the army character. And he's like explaining the situation to him. It's pretty wild. Like I'm, I'm, I was already worried about Ernest at that point. But so they, they build this tree house and little do we know it was, that's where the troll was banished from like years ago. You know, oh, his
0: great, great, great grandfather. Yeah. Or this is great. great his great
1: elder from like, yeah, hundreds of years, hundred plus years ago. Um, He was banished from the town because the troll was like coming out and basically taking the souls of all the little kids. They captured him. They buried him under this tree. And after they built the tree house, Ernest learns about the history and he does like the one thing you're not supposed to do. And he says the magic words or whatever.
0: On that, breaks the curse. Night.
1: Yeah, on, he's like, as long as it's said on this night in a treehouse, just like this, and someone puts their hand right here and says these words, and he's doing everything you're not supposed to. So, old silly uh, Ernest, you know, like breaks the spell or oh, whatever, conjures up this troll. Um, you finally get to see the troll and he is fucking terrifying. I hated that I was scared of that kid growing up but then you learn later on it's just like a little person in a costume to where the head is like eighty percent of the costume They made the head massive it was like warts and he always had a terrible runny nose <laughs> they you know, it's always line. like green slime I
0: yeah, a li- Ernest had a line in the movie saying he had a he had a bad cold or something but it, yeah must have uh, I was reading a lo- another little nugget on that movie uh it almost didn't get green lit. Uh, because they were afraid that those trolls were too scary.
1: The main one for sure. Later on where they had the final scene and they're all running around cause he, cause the troll with like every, he needs to, he needs to catch like, uh, five. five souls by like midnight on Halloween. So he has to catch these, these kids. And when he gets the first kid, uh, Kenny, did you see how he got him? Like Kenny slipped in a ditch and he was like in three inches of water and he's freaking out as if his neck's up in quicksand screaming for help Well, the troll offers help and grabs him and you see that's when you see like he just kind of like grabs a hold of him does some kind of like spell like a ghoul flies around him and it turns him into to wood, wood like a wood statue so that's when you figure out like that's what he does he like captures the kids basically tricks them captures them turns them into wood and then takes them to like this cutout in the treehouse and like sets them out on, like a like a doll stand and then like these um like egg shaped mutant things start to hatch on the tree. And those are like his little troll babies that the more he accumulates more, more human kids, like they, they grow bigger and bigger. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, they, so now they know Ernest is trying to warn the whole town that there's this crazy troll. Of course, no one believes him cause he's fucking Ernest. He's like a grown man hanging out with kids. Um, so everyone's giving him shit. Except for Rimshot. Rimshot's got his back. That's his ride or die the whole time. Yeah. Um, At one point, I'm so happy because the troll takes the soul of Matt Murdock. But then he gets Rimshot, too. That was a bummer. Um, But before that, we had this scene where Rimshot's driving the car. And the troll's trying to get get back at him. Or, you know, he's, like, trying to get to them. And they're trying to drive away in the car. And the troll's got um, this rope that's attached to the truck. And he's, like, pulling the truck back slowly. And Ernest has a good idea to, instead of gassing it where they can't get away to put it in reverse. Mm-hmm. And he has the great line of eat bumper booger lips <laughs> and they back <laughs> up and hit them. <laughs> I just, I immediately wrote that down. Like, I think I remember that line and there's just some great lines, which we just might get to them because the, anyways, like so the kids are the only ones who believe Ernest. You know, he's trying to warn the whole town because they only have until midnight. And you would think all these kids are like, he gets like all five souls by the end of the night. So there's five kids missing and no one still believes Ernest that something's going on. There's five missing children and everyone's like, oh, Ernest, you know, you're just crazy. Um, that, that crazy old lady whose house he went to early, uh, Lady Hackmore, she's the one that's kind of telling him the history of the town. And she has this old book and she's telling him how they can fight it. And they... It takes Kenny, one of the little boys, to realize that the best weapon to fight this troll is milk. So him and his homeboys, like, jump on their bikes, and they pretty much raid the local store, like, riding through their bikes, dumping all the milk cartons in their bikes, just really being little hoodlums.
0: They grab some sweet super soakers, which, by yeah. way, I totally remember.
1: Oh yeah, loading up the milk in the super. And then soda. me and Morgan were looking, uh,
0: we were looking at, like at the grocery store, and we we're like looking at all the like old school labels, and like you remember when that looked like that, or you remember those, you know, like there was like some chips or maybe some like crackers or cookies that we saw on the shelf, like you remember those? So that was a cool scene, a little yeah. nostalgia. And
1: I, that's why I like reviewing these movies because you look at shit and you're like, I would, I totally remember like yep. all of that. So the eggs, he gets all five of them. The eggs start to falling off and hatching off the tree and they spawn more trolls that are just fully clothed and have like a lot of attitude a lot of bad attitude coming from these trolls you know lots of bad attitude from like they have like mohawks and chain links and it's like all right i guess they already had like some teen angst for the trolls so there's like this whole troll army and I, i i guess i wasn't watching this but so their tree house was like in the middle of like this creepy forest you know and all of a sudden the whole town's kind of there because it, it takes place on Halloween so there's like a Halloween dance going on and everyone's in costume but I don't know maybe I got up to get a drink or something next thing I know the whole town basically is at this tree house you know about ready to fight these trolls and the boys roll in with their super soakers of milk because they're trying and the grown-ups are trying everything they're getting terrorized by these trolls like they're, they're losing the dominated. battle yeah they're losing this battle until the s- kids in the super soakers show up they figure it out. All you got takes a little little bit of milk. So then they just find all these creative wigs. There's one time where one of the trolls is like coming up on a kid, but he's standing in front of a fan. He just takes the powdered milk and throws in front of the fan and mm-hmm. lets it get in his face. So they're getting all creative. Um, it was really cheesy though. Like when they would they would like melt and you'd see like this little crappy CGI thing like fly around him and then it would just like shazam and they would be gone. But more great lines I'll just get to. Where did I put those? Kenny, who's, like, the the main, like, good guy, little kid, he has the line, Hey, butt breath. He pulls out his water pistol. Sayonara, snot, <laughs> snot wad. I mean, how can I like that? Uh, Ernest has the line, uh, eat lactose slime ball. So you're just getting all these one-liners. Um, so all, slowly and surely, like, all the trolls are get like, taken away. But the main troll, the... You know, the one that started all this, he kind of goes down and uses like the last of his spirits to like conjure up and make himself like I said on here, he's the boss level troll now, and milk won't work. And only the true love would like conditional love, unconditional love from a child will save it. So, Ernest is getting back down from this. The whole town's like, Ernest, you know, get him, kill him, kill him. And this troll's just getting closer and closer. And Ernest in his head is thinking like what Lady Hackmore told him, like how unconditional love of a child will do it. So he's finally like, and this troll's fucking ugly. Like, it got even uglier. Then it like grew like spider Yeah, it got even uglier and like like things out of his face face where, you know, he still got that snotty nose but Ernest realizes like he's going to have to just love on this thing. So he's finally like, come here you big old love, Give me a big big old kiss. And he gives him a kiss and he, you know, pulls back. and got the string of slime off his lips. But that was it, man. It just took, it just took that true love and Ernest was, you know, saves the day. All the kids that were turned into wood come back, but Ernest is still so sad because he's like, Well, who's going to love me? And then you hear it. You hear that little bark. Wishbone's in the front seat. He's back.
0: Wishbone. Uh, wishbone. Uh, damn it.
1: Rimshot. Uh, rimshot. I swear to God, I thought that was Wishbone. The I whole did too. Time. That's why it
0: made me go. I wrote far.
1: down so many times like,
0: Wishbone. Yeah, he's back. And yeah. then you told
1: me this like, Oh, that's actually. Dog named Barkley. And
0: then uh Old Lady Hackmore, I guess those were her brothers and sisters. Yeah, I put that, on
1: here, she must be 157 years old because well, she's like sister so-and-so. And yeah, because you find out that Ernest's great-great-great-great-grandfather was the one that banished these trolls to begin with.
0: And maybe it's something we both missed in the beginning. Well, she could just be a witch that lived to be 300. Well, yeah. well, That's, that's not even the most least plausible thing in this movie. So you might be right. <laughs> Um, anything else on Ernest Scared Stupid? I just wrote a final review, final sentence.
1: It was like, of course it aged like milk. It's Ernest, But it was the nineties and it was something I liked um, growing up and that I was able to rewatch it with my daughter because she kind of watched the last of it and it wasn't too scary for her. And she was actually like laughing at a few scenes like Ernest just being ridiculous silly. You know, he always has, <laughs> these, yeah, like those yeah. facial expressions and the, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: so it's like, yeah, it's stupid, but it's fucking Ernest. And I put on here, he's our American Mister Bean. You know, they England had Mister Bean, and he was really funny. We kind of settled for 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 And
0: maybe Mister Bean's like retarded, like inbred cousin. Yeah, he's, he's inbred American cousin, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. No, Land, Landry's was watching it too, and it was so funny because that's part of the reason why I didn't. I wasn't watching half of it because I was just watching him. Yeah, and his reaction. I did like, too. He was covering his ears and like. He was sitting in his chair and, like, he was, like, holding his arms against his chest. Did a troll scare him? Yeah. Yeah, No, it's not like he covered his eyes or anything, but, like, you could tell he didn't like when they came on. Like, he did not like that at all. Yeah. So, but no, it was all good. But it
1: is something now, if you have kids between the ages of like three and eight, you know, you could watch it with them. You get away with it. It's an earnest PG movie that you'll probably laugh at because you're like, man, I can't believe I liked this as a kid. This is pretty bad. And your kid would be entertained. So that's the only time I would recommend it. You know, if you're like single and, Twenty something. Yeah, don't. don't watch Ernest. No. You'll think we're idiots for even recommending it. But if you have a kid, and you want to watch something different. You might, you you might get some good laughs out of or it. Or
0: this might be another place where drugs are the answer. If you want to get super baked, yep, you would enjoy it. Absolutely, uh, you would enjoy it. But that is going to conclude the uh, Spooktober Halloween extravaganza. Part of it, we are going to do some cowboys uh preview and review from last week um it's going to get dark folks uh it's, I'm glad we originally planned to record on Wednesday and then uh you know just life happened I'm glad we got a couple days in between because I was so hot and mad uh, you know Tuesday and Wednesday I'm glad I so I don't come in on here and sound like a a complete psychopath. Yeah,
1: I had time to decompress. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, so yeah. If if you leave us here, we we appreciate you listening. But we're going to get into some cowboy talk now. Um, Cowboys lose thirty eight ten to the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night. Um, yeah, it's the fifth consecutive game getting up thirty five plus points. Um, this, Mike Nolan's defense continues to uh, continues to just be. To be bad, yeah, and they, they
1: showed the stat. This is his eighteenth season as a defensive coordinator with his eighth team. So obviously, teams realize how bad he sucks, and he only lasts like a couple of years, and he's gone. And he
0: keeps getting jobs, um,
1: exactly. So that that when I said that was early in the game, and I was like, "Yep, that tells you everything you know, right?" There. I've got a
0: couple more stats uh, con, um, concerning Mike Nolan. Um, the defense is allowed fourteen passing and ten rushing touchdowns through six games. The last team to do that was the two thousand San Francisco two thousand five San Francisco forty nine ers defense with Mike Nolan as the DC. Oh, wow, no surprise. So uh, there you go. There's that. Um, let's see what else. I'm just gonna quick hit some stats. Um, Martin went
1: down early, and that was like
0: that's just the final. Yeah,
1: when that happened, I was like, "You're gonna take away our last remaining like offensive linemen." So once we saw that, that was a once he was out and they put in McGovern that line was just 100 you know that was a new line right there the only only constant there was Connor Williams and they knew he was the weak link in us a, a, when we're healthy with Collins, Smith, Martin um I know Frederick is gone but even Biotish, it's like
0: I think well, Biotish is a maybe maybe on his way to becoming a good player, I think so. Um, I'm, I'm not I, putting I, him there yet, but
1: well, he's already, in my opinion, better than Looney. Like when a healthy Looney, I would rather keep Biotis at center. Maybe Looney could play guard.
0: Yeah, um, but he's not the future.
1: Looney's just not the future. At least give Biotis a shot because he's young enough. Oh, he'll you get a shot. He's getting. He's getting. He's, he's getting trial by. He's getting thrown right in the fire. So we're going to find out real quick. And I think he's going to be pretty good. You know,
0: and I know we like to talk about defense on here and. But maybe we need to start looking at this offense. Because I don't I don't know if you can have a football equivalent of the Yips, but something is up with Zeke. The Cowboys are negative twelve in turnover differential. Uh the Cardinals scored twenty four points off of turnovers.
1: Yeah, I think we lead the league in turnover differential and points given up uh, It's fourteen on turnovers.
0: points. So Every game we're starting the game down 14 nothing.
1: We're starting down losing the turnover battles, which they turn into points. That's every year. Well, the Cardinals scored 24. Off turnovers.
0: Off turnovers. Yeah. This is in this game. You, you take those away, it's 14-10. I believe my math is right. It's Double 14-10. Checking. <laughs>
1: I see the numbers popping above your head.
0: It's 14-10. Yeah. You know, so yeah, the def- the defense is bad, but the offense can't keep putting him in bad holes. And, and
1: we had four turnovers, so that's a score on every turnover. We didn't stop yes. him once when we turned the ball over.
0: You know, and in, and in the defense started the game with four, three, three oh, for sure, f- maybe four. The first three and
1: outs. the first quarter was a defensive battle.
0: And, and yeah, the defense has been bad. And and look, all this starts because we're hurt. Uh, on the uh, offensive well, side, well, a lot of it, a lot of it starts because we're hurt. On what side? On everywhere, across the board, across the board. What would happen if we had six games of LVE and Jalen?
1: I think with a healthy defense, instead of giving up thirty eight points a game, maybe we're giving up like twenty seven. So we're not gr- okay. we're not good, but we're not historically bad. If
0: we're tw- again not twenty seven, we're we're we could be three and w- three, maybe or four or yeah, or maybe four and two.
1: I think I think. Yeah, this defense—it doesn't have a lot of talent. It does have injuries because we've lost corners too. You know, Jordan Lewis and Cheeto, yeah, have both. That's what missed, I'm saying. Anthony Brown all missed multiple games. LVE, that's what I'm saying, healthy LVE, like perfect world, health, non, no injury history. LVE with Sean Lee, that's a great linebacker combo. And I've heard. Uh, I'm going to go off side note right here, but when when Sean Lee retires, do you want him to be a defensive coordinator? Absolutely. Me too. When at I, least, line, just let's get his feet wet. Start linebacker, linebacker yeah. coach, yeah. Let's but within a that. year or two, get him. I would. I, he's just he's a football savant. He knows what he's talking about all the time. So yeah, I when I hear him talk, I'm always thinking like, please don't let him be the new coach at Penn State. Like, let him stay here. Give him a linebacker coach position right now, and say in a year or two, you could be our DC.
0: But yeah, I just wanted to highlight the offense because um, now with that gone. Zeke is the feature player. I think that's like what's he,
1: getting him too is all the all that pressure on his back.
0: I'm sorry, dude. That's uh, why he gets paid big money though. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, he he held
1: out two years early from a contract. We still had him contractually obligated for two years and he held out. We need to you get to get that step money. up now. Yeah, so so we paid you then, now's when he has to step so up. So
0: whatever you gotta do, man, call Tiki Barber. He had a case of this and he fixed it. Whatever you got to do.
1: And they were saying during the game, too, like, now that this is set of precedents, these like, those players are going for that ball. Yeah. Every time they go for them, they're going for that punch and that strip because it's established, like, and it's
0: in its head now. It's meant to, like, just keep going for the ball. Because we played three home games, and every home game this year, the Cowboys have trailed by 17 or more points at halftime. It's a terrible stat. That's
1: probably, if you looked it up, we're probably the only teams ever to say that.
0: You know, and it, it, this is just the – and now you've got this stuff this week coming out about the, that anonymous source saying that the coaches can't coach and they they can't teach and they can't get their points across. Well, At some point that's horseshit because 12 years ago, 15 years ago, it was, oh, well, Wade Phillips can't teach. He can't coach. He's not getting his message across. So they brought in Jason Garrett. We had a decade of Garrett. You heard the same thing. Well, Jason Garrett isn't a player's coach or – what he can't teach he can't coach so we get rid of him now we're six games into mike mccarthy and mike nolan well they can't coach well maybe it's you the players and if jerry has created this ecosystem in this this atmosphere around around the star in frisco where players don't have to put their names on quotes if players want to go around the coach, they have direct lines to Jerry. That's yeah, a problem.
1: It starts at the top with Jerry.
0: 100%. This is an organization that thought Byron Jones wasn't a good investment, but they think they think Jalen Smith is. Yeah, he got Byron's money. They think Ezekiel Elliott is, and now we're deciding. We're debating on should we sign Dak? Are you kidding me? The Maybe if you weren't worried us. about selling sunglasses and you weren't selling hot boys merchandise, you haven't been a fucking hot boy in three years. It is
1: ridiculous. Yeah, and the fact that they pushed that so hard, is it's a joke because nobody on this defense is a hot boy.
0: Look, and I'm getting loud, and I don't ever get loud, and I thought I'd be cool by now, but this, this team is gutless. There's no fight in this team. Kenyon Drake... They were trying to kill the game, and you let him run for sixty-nine yards. Sixty-nine yarder, to just and then they
1: cut and to then, like the crying people in the stands. And then
0: Jalen was trotting behind the play. I'm sorry, man. I'm done with you. If I see you swipe again, oh, when it's when we're down like twenty and he makes one good play, it's it, it is unreal, does man. It's a
1: joke. It's it, like Zeke finally got a first down in like the second quarter, and he did his feed me when we we're already down like you know two or three scores. I'm like, now it's not the time.
0: You need to make
1: a big You need to make a game changing play. But if you're going to boast like that, but but you know, and listening because this week too, like on sports radio, they were giving it to the Cowboys, rightfully so too. And all the people called in would agree with us when they say the Cowboys, from Jerry Jones' point of view, is a success because it's still the number one highest valued franchise. They're still number one in TV ratings. They're number one in merchandise sales. It's a business to him. It's not like me and you where we live in, Die and sometimes cry at the end of these games, but sometimes. tells me that he's not getting—he's not getting as worked up as we are because he's going to say, "There's 20 million people watch that game."
0: But it, something tells me that surely Jerry's because uh, he has other businesses other than the Cowboys. They're not as poorly ran as this. This thing is poorly yeah, ran from because the top down. it just
1: shows you how you can run it. It's a cash cow. He can run it like shit and not make a. Decent product for twenty five years and still be worth and his and his value goes up hundreds of millions of dollars every year. To now it's like almost six billion dollars. He bought the team for what wasn't it like two hundred and under two hundred fifty million. I think yeah something like that. It was that. like two hundred something million and now it's worth six billion and growing every year. It grows. It should, it, and he proves that you don't have to have a winning product. You don't have to you know put the best team out there. You just have to have eyeballs and we all watch it because I well don't then know, don't,
0: don't give me this shit about wanting to win. Because you don't want to win.
1: I don't think he does. I think I think he wants to win just to say he can do it without Jimmy. But that's a twenty five year grudge he's been holding on to. That's been holding us back. Because if he was a real if he really wanted to win, he would say, I don't he would admit, I don't know what I'm doing. I fucked this up for two and a half decades. I need to step back. You make Will McClay the GM. You let Will McClay pick out his scouts and his Guys for player development, and you get a coach that's no bullshit like Ron Rivera. I would have loved to have Ron Rivera as our coach. Defensive minded, gritty, come into work with your lunch pail and get your job done. Like that was a good hire by Washington, and we got fucking Mike McCarthy, who's what is he five fourteen and one in his yeah. last twenty games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly. And they go, he's won a Super Bowl. He had a, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and he won one Super Bowl. He made it. Did he make it to another? Or did they just make it to the one? They may have just made it to the one. You had arguably the greatest quarterback of the last 10 years, and you went to one Super Bowl. And, yeah, you won it, but Belichick's been to fucking, how many? Eight, six or eight of these bitches? Or, he's been to nine because they've lost three and won Mm -hmm. six. You know? And, yeah, Tom Brady's a great player. Tom Brady's a Hall of Famer. If I were going to pick one quarterback to play a game, though, I think I would pick Prime Rogers over Prime Brady. And you made one Super Bowl appearance with that guy. So I don't, and I don't think he lived in his barn and looked at analytics for a year and studied. I think he just sold us all a bag of shit and he only had to convince two people. those Jerry and Stephen Jones. He did a good job convincing them too. And now we know how hard it is to get fired by the Joneses. If they like you, unless you're like Chan Gailey or Dave Campo. I, I
0: feel like we're there. I feel like
1: <laughs> we're in abyss, man. man. And our division is so shitty. All I want to do is keep losing, keep losing. We woke up after that, Butthole trucking. We are still in first place, and no. it just sucks to be the laughing stock because everyone's like, "Oh, they suck." So, yeah, we know we suck, man. We're out here, you know, like rubbing our foreheads every time we see a stupid play. And it's like, just give me a top five pick. Let's rebuild this. Let's let's cut the fat off the team we don't need. Let's get a new coaching staff. Top five pick. Like it's over, man. This year's over.
0: The Cowboys had four 12 men on the field penalties in five consecutive quarters. Oh my God, is that true? Yep.
1: That's something you don't even see in like like two a high school football. No, nope. that is amateur hour.
0: That's just proof that nobody knows what's going on. That's There's no accountability. Sad. No accountability by anybody.
1: Speaking of that, I just looked at this one thing I wrote. When it was twenty eight to three and we kicked a, we tried a fifty eight yard field goal. We're down twenty eight to three. Yeah, and we're and we're kicking fifty yep. eight yard field goals. Of course, it wasn't good. That was a Garrett move. I thought this guy had a, you know some big nuts to put on the table. Why don't we go for it? We're already getting trounced. That's when you just pull out all the stops, man, cuz we're going to lose. Let's let's go down swinging. Let's not kick 58-yard field goals that are wide right by, you know, 8 feet. It was just the whole time. Man. It was just it was just it was the same blueprint for the year. Turn the ball over, let them score. Offensive possession for us, three and out. Next possession, turn the ball over, let them score, and you're like, I've seen this for 5 straight weeks now. Why do I do this to myself?
0: Another stat that will blow your mind. I don't want to hear it. I have more fingers on my hands than Kyler Murray had completions in that game. He had well, nine. Well, you got 11 fingers. So, <laughs> I mean. He had nine completions. That's what they
1: said. They were, on, they were like, oh, what if I told you Kyler Murray completed nine passes, and if you take away that 80-yarder one, it would have been like for 111 yards. So he had basically, so if you take away that one, so it's eight completions for like 111-something yards, and you lost by four touchdowns you would be like, "My God, well, how many rushing yards do they have? Oh, like two forty, you know." Yeah. And then we, I posed the question before, like five hundred total yards or forty points. Well, they were two points away from that. And if Kyler Murray was, because he was he was off to start that game, I
0: think, I think I think he was up. too yeah. Hi- yeah, he was too hyped yeah.
1: to come back home and play that game. But the forty yarder to, to Kurt really just boosted his stats. But he had good scrambles, and it just shows you you cannot let that guy get a corner on you. You cannot break containment, and try to crash the edges on him. He's a squirmy little
0: fuck. He's just gonna get out of it. Yeah, and he and you got. There was one play where Jalen Smith was spying him. I'm like, so you've got the guy that can't run that can't run laterally,
1: guarding a guy who's the quickest sideline to sideline player. Yeah, what fucking scheme is that? That's a tell me what that is. That's the white flag in the
0: Jalen. To me, Jalen Smith, if you cannot design a scheme to where. He can just run north and south, and he can just be a downhill pass rusher. Just get him off. Yeah, the he,
1: field. he should be a designated pass rusher, but he's
0: not because you paid him the money.
1: Yeah, we're paying him. The, we're paying tank twenty million to get a sack and a half. And don't yeah, tell me but, he's good against the run game because I get it. But twenty million dollar players, Khalil Mack does more than play the run game. You know, yeah, AJ but, Aaron. Donald does more than play the run. He's
0: unlike Zeke and – or not so much Zeke, but definitely Jalen. Tank earned his contract. Before. We just didn't think that it would be this bad again. But
1: but we're paying guys for past, not not in the future. Because I look at Byron Jones and people go, he didn't have an interception last year.
0: You know, what I mean? his pa- ca- his catch rate percentage against was like five percent. Yeah,
1: that's because no one threw to him because they knew he he was blanketing them. Yeah, he was covering that that receiver. Like their fucking shadow. So whenever it goes, you don't look at stats. You don't look at what he did last year. It's going forward. Byron Jones is still a top, easily top ten corner in the league, and he got paid like it. And we're paying other people at other positions top five or top ten money that most people wouldn't even give second contracts to. I I get Zeke was great his rookie year, but you don't pay running backs when they get that old. You just don't. It's hard to give them a second contract. I'm in the boat where you every. Third year, you draft a running back in like the second to fourth round, so you still get a good quality. You know, Dalvin Cook was drafted in the second round. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I think, was a third round pick. So you find those guys, let them play out the rookie contract, and if they're generational, like I get, Derek Henry got paid, Christian McCaffrey got paid, Saquon will get paid. And we looked at Zeke at the time, but we were wrong because at the time we we're like, all right, he's fucking us, he's forcing us to to pay him now, but he's a great player, he's not going to fall off. Every year he would show up to training camp with a belly. And he had to work his way back into it. I doubt Derrick Henry shows up with like his no, fingers in a Funyuns bag.
0: No, but Zeke looked good in the first game, and he looked in shape this year. Uh, I will give him that. But he's running behind absolute shit.
1: He's running behind shit. And, and I'll, I'll give him this. That first fumble Fumbling had, where Dalton was going down and just kind of threw it. Not he caught fumble. it on the run and the way he just turned, he just kind of turned. He turned and then, and when he was tucking it, and I think it was Buddha Baker who had the game of his fucking life. Again,
0: we we could have drafted him. We passed. Yeah, I looked, looked that
1: up. That he was drafted second round, right in the mid. It was like pick number fifty six. You know who we took in that round? Or you know who we took first though? That was a Taco draft. Yeah. So we could have had Buddha Baker. We could have had T.J. Watt. And Ryan Ramczyk, who's yeah. now like one of the best guards in the league, it's like, and I get it, it's in hindsight, but me and you, at least me and people, I, I remember saying like, that was a terrible fucking pick from the very beginning. I was against Taco and just proved that we were right. Like that was a terrible pick, and it just when I saw Buda Baker, because that was a safeties and nose tackles. We, it's like we have a vendetta against them. Yeah, we, just we just don't. don't value them. We don't value them for whatever reason. It's like it's like Jerry's sweetheart got got. Double teamed by a nose tackle and <laughs> a safety. He's like, I'll
0: never appreciate them, or I'll hate them forever. Did you ever live in a world where you, th- where you thought you would say, I miss Jeff Heath. Yeah, because I like Jeff Heath. I've always been a so Jeff.
1: I, miss- I, I never thought, you know, because he was never going to be like. A, I never thought he was Ed Reed
0: or Earl Thomas. Yeah, or-
1: and he's never going to get paid like it. He probably gets, you know, again, it's a lot of money, but he probably makes three to five million but a year.
0: At least when you put him. On- in a cover three or whatever. he was a Simon and he would slobber knock. Would would knock, knock dude. Yeah. You do he not want to go across.
1: And he's the kind of guy where it's like, I'm not going to go across the middle of this field and make jump for this pass. You, Jeff, he's in the middle of the field. He's going to fucking drill me, you know, whereas now but they're yeah. like, Oh, I can go up. I can catch that. I can get away from Xavier Woods. I'm gone. Daryl Worley ain't got shit on me.
0: But, you know, I, I, I fought this notion for a long time. My dad, he always told me you know, about Jerry Jones this and Jerry Jones that, and Jerry's the problem. He's right. <laughs> it just starts at the top. It's it does.
1: Whole. When, it, when it's 25 years in the making, you can't just say it's this player, it's that coach. It's who's been here the entire time, and it's the Joneses. And I hate to say it, it's not going to change until he's dead. And we just cross our fingers that Stephen Jones is more accepting to change and willing to let go of those reins. And not be a control freak.
0: I th- I've always said I think he is, or I think he will, but yeah. who knows. Because
1: he's, he's made good decisions. And
0: Well, he physically had to stop his dad from drafting John Manziel. Yeah, that, that's like a, a legendary draft day story. But uh,
1: Which is 100% true, and look at that. Look, we, we got a Hall of Famer out of it.
0: It's, just, it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad, you know, it's a bad time to be a Cowboys fan. Uh, I'll go ahead and spoil my, my, what are we listening to? And I've mentioned them before, but uh, I've been listening to a podcast by The Athletic called About Them Cowboys. It's got like John Machoda and the KT? Kevin KT. Yeah, it's yeah. got KT. KT's the man. On there. Um, you know, and I've just been kind of living and wallowing in this kind of just uh, funk and fog all week. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it it's just it's hard. It's hard to get up, and going forward, it's going to be hard to get up for these Cowboy games. And uh,
1: yeah, it's a noon one this week. I'll watch it. And it
0: I'll watch it too. And if and, and I'll
1: play angry text you by like twelve thirteen. Be like, this is some bullshit.
0: And I think <laughs> if, I think if we lose if the if, if the uh, schedules work out, we get together and we do a hot take real quick, like. 15 20 post, 30 minute little post game rant. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it up and let everybody enjoy it if, they, if that's their thing. Are y'all but, doing Thanksgiving this weekend though? Is that Sunday? Uh Saturday. Sunday. Yeah, but we're doing it at like noon. That's the time of the game. Yeah, So, so I'll watch be it over there right after. Yeah. If, yeah. So, but anyway, we got the we got the oh, we're going to the uh the football team. I almost called them the R-word. do it. Um, you do it. Dude, Don't you <laughs> well, do it. it canceled. Uh, we're in Washington at FedEx. Um, yeah, I don't see us scoring more than ten points, fourteen points. They've got a good front. I've um, got a good corner. I picked up
1: Washington's defense for this game. Good call, bro. Because I figured they're going to get. I'm saying three to four sacks because our offensive line's depleted. If this is a healthy team, I'm not picking them up. But our our offensive line's depleted. They're going to put pressure on Dalton. Who's going to make bad throws and. They're going to – how can you not expect a defense to get turnovers against us? That's the most, you know, set your clock to it thing this year is Cowboys are going to turn the ball over and they're going to get blown out. I don't think they're going to get blown out this year, this game, because is it Kyle Allen or is it Alex Smith going? So, you know, either one of those guys, they don't have a dynamic, like, weapons besides – uh, Scary Terry,
0: and who to me is emerging as a top ten wide receiver. yeah he
1: he was great last year. Yeah. That was uh, I think they got him like in the third round, and that's yeah. a that was a gem for them. But it's the defense that's going to win it for them. Uh, I, I said their offense sucks, not as bad as ours, but I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think I saw the over unders like forty five and a half, so I would absolutely take the under. I have the Cowboys losing uh, seventeen to thirteen. I think we get a touchdown and two field goals. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb with the touchdown, of course. And then Zerline with two very scary, very shaky kicks where they go hard right, and then they just wiggle in right at the end, which seems it's like the that's a— the knuckle
0: puck equivalent Yeah, dude, you
1: see it, and it's like, no, 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 Oh, slides in. That hurts just way—like that 58-yarder wasn't even close. That, I've was got, a, that was a terrible call.
0: I've got Washington winning 24-10. I think it's not close. Twenty fourteen. 24-10.
1: 24-10.
0: Yeah, twenty four ten. Like I said, I don't. I really. I don't, don't see us scoring more than ten. Yeah, I, um, I'm the
1: same way. We don't. I, I. I don't see us getting more than fourteen. I think. Love to be wrong. Chase Young's got two see, and a half
0: sacks coming in. I think he doubles it.
1: I think he gets up to five, so two and a half more. I
0: think he gets two and a half more.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they, that's a guy that can travel. They got a great. Dude, they, they really have a good foundation when you're looking at the NFC East, and it's like if they can put one more good draft together. And really find their quarterback. They got offensive weapons, and they got a scary defensive front. Probably the best young defensive front in the league. Shit, let them fuck around and get Jonathan Allen and Chase Young drafted early. Let them to...
0: fuck, fuck around and let them get uh, Justin Fields, and let's deal with Justin Fields for a decade and a half.
1: I, I don't know watch I don't know enough about him. I know he had a great statistic last year and was up for the Heisman but
0: or I don't think anybody will out jet the Jets but let them mess around and <laughs> go get Trevor Lawrence.
1: No. They they would be the favorite with a rookie quarterback to win cuz our division's terrible. Everyone knows it. We're in the worst division in football including the Canadian Football League. We're the worst division. <laughs> so, if they were to add, that's what I'm saying, they, if they could add a quarterback or because I don't think Dwayne has is gonna work out. Maybe you trade him for peanuts. But if they fucked around and got Trevor Lawrence and then in the second round used it for an offensive weapon or an offensive lineman and built that way. Cause because if you go that route and you take that quarterback early, you have to build your draft around him because their defense is fucking good. They could turn that around so quick and What's, they could be the team to beat for the next ten years. If if that's a big if to to get Lawrence because at this point the Jets are as bad as we are
0: and yeah, we talked about it if i'm if i'm Lawrence and his team there's no way i'm going to that dumpster fire of an organization i'm pulling an eli um Depends going on back him. for another year at school i yeah, don't know yeah cuz
1: he was a true freshman right so he he
0: could go back another year i believe that would
1: be, cuz you have to do 3 years away from high school so if he was a true freshman he has to be a true junior technically you know like so he could go back for his fourth year and then he could if you graduate can you stick for i doubt he does yeah. that i doubt he does that though you hope that like Whoever, literally anyone other than the Jets gets the first round pick. I
0: just I don't go to that organization, and we talked about it last week. But uh, it's crazy. How was
1: Adam Gase still have a job too? That's what fucking because blows my mind. That
0: organization's terrible. I,
1: I guess that's the only explanation is to not why you are, why you're not firing that dude. Going
0: back to uh, going back to that defense real quick uh, for the uh, for the Washington. Uh, it's crazy that you you know it's they're good when the, on the defensive front when Ryan Kerrigan is almost an afterthought. Yeah, and he you, was he, he was
1: their consistent like he was a all cornerstone pro. of that. I think he's like all close to the all time sacks leaders, maybe behind like Bruce. No, it wasn't Bruce Smith. He was I don't know. I think he is close to the all time sack leader for that team. And you're right, he's faded back now because they're like, hey, we got these guys that can absolutely get to the quarterback, but so he can come a, in a situation. That's a great downs. third or fourth option. Oh yeah, if he's your third down I mean, pass rusher, absolutely.
0: But uh, there's just no hope i'd feel hopeless um it's just another year wasted
1: really this guy that could have been down avoided. line well injury bug bit the shit out yeah, of i know legs. i know
0: but there's other there's other organizational things that are going on oh yeah besides the injuries besides it's the an injuries. accumulation
1: that and the injuries were just like the final straw that it's like
0: you know and the losing doesn't help like if if we were winning you wouldn't be hearing this and I was listening to, and this is the last thing, and then we can we can get out of here. But uh, I was listening to the Stephen Jones press conference, and I'm getting to the point where I don't I don't want to listen to anybody. Jerry, Stephen, Mike McCarthy, I don't want to listen salesmen. to any of them because they're just telling me the same bullshit. Yeah. They're not going to say anything. But it's funny that they asked about Randy Gregory and they wouldn't commit to him being active this week. His suspension's were, up. Yeah, right? you were a team that is dying for pass rush, and you've got a cat that can do it and can do it well. And you're not gonna. Why wouldn't you start them? Why throw him out there? What do you have to lose? I was
1: going to say what do you have to lose? And it's just
0: that bullshit politicking that the Joneses are famous for. Like, so what? Are we gonna wait till Sunday? Are you gonna are you gonna trot out fucking Don Terry Poe? And
1: which has and, been a waste of money, dude. He is such a bust for us. He is three years past even being a decent football player. And that was one of our big signings. That was he, us like committing money to a nose tackle for the first time. <laughs>
0: And you can't see me, but, like, my mood has, like, definitely changed. since Getting we got flushed off the, in the face. The the Halloween stuff. Like, I'm rubbing my head and my hands. Like, I'm visibly, like, I just, this team makes me sick. Like, there's no I fight. Get it. There's, there's yeah, no there's fight. no
1: fight. It's because at the end of the day, they all get paid. They all, so they all drive every, their.
0: But so does everybody else in the league. Yeah, but
1: I'm saying, win or lose, we we made these guys all millionaires, and we glorify them. They know they can lose. They know that this team can go 4-12, and 12 and they'll still be the number one. Most watched team, the most valued team with the highest merchandise sales. And then they're going to take pride in that. They're going to say, people love us.
0: Yeah, I got them losing twenty Let's just not win another game. I'm cool with that. Um, let's get I, – I, I really think, I really think uh, three – obviously somebody's going to win a division, and they're going to pick 19th, no worse than 19th. But there's <laughs> going to be the other three NFC East teams picking inside the top ten.
1: Yeah, you can easily have three teams in this division in the top ten. You know, Somebody
0: on Twitter was like, could all four pick inside the top ten? Well, no, somebody's going to make the playoffs, so they're going to pick 19th or better or, or worse. So, no, you can't have all four. But we could definitely have three picking inside the top ten, which I'm fine. Yeah, Give me my, Micah Parsons, yep. who is the Penn State stud linebacker.
1: Who would turn this defense around with the healthy Sean Lee and Parsons. And then wouldn't you go – we should get some compensatory picks. Healthy him,
0: LVE, and I think Sean Lee should just hang it up.
1: Uh, um, hang it up and immediately become a coach. Yeah. And I'm then down with that. Whatever we
0: get out of Jalen, we get out of Jalen. If we can but, get par- – then, then then we can have Jalen be that pass rusher. But you Try need, to see what we you, get. You need, you need a couple D tackles. You need a linebacker. You need a couple safeties. You need a corner. I, 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 just all defense.
1: Well, I was gonna say if we get. There's obviously seven rounds. I'm pretty sure we have all seven plus. No, we've
0: got. We've got. Uh, I just heard it today. We've got eleven. Because of the compensatory, we've got eleven picks that could turn into thirteen or Ooh, fourteen. Wow, that's actually by, awesome by the end. Uh, so,
1: and you can't use them all defense. But if say we just say we have thirteen, I'd use about. Eight to nine on defense, you know, because ones... even those guys that don't make that aren't starters can be special teams contributors. You know, if you had that many players and you can retain them, and and then those guys actually get starting time in their first year, like that's a good pick. If you're even if you're a sixth round pick, if you make the fifty three man and you make even if you're just special teams contributor, you're a good player right now, first year. You know that that little or the um, that taste of the game that soon. That to me is a good pick. So you got to get guys that obviously you can't get all Pro Bowlers and Hall of Famers, but guys that can contribute and that we're not just cutting by the by the time we're having to shave down our roster. I want to keep as many of those guys as we can because that tells me that they are hungry and they're playing better than some of these veterans. If I
0: this this weekend, I would have cut Poe uh, to make room for Gregory. Yeah. No shit. Why not? Like, but anyway, we're gonna get out of here. Or uh, actually, uh, cut us off too soon. Uh. We've one got last thing. one last thing. What are we watching and what are we listening to? I already gave up my uh, what am I listening to. Uh, but I am watching me and the wife are big uh, Worst Cooks in America fan. Worst Cooks. Uh, on Food Network. It's yeah. really great. Like every season they – pick 12 of the worst cooks in america Are these cooks i think they're actually good no they're just regular people so they know they suck yeah they're just terrible yeah, yeah. and their fan friends and family like they nominate them and Man, that'd be a heartbreaker be but like, they oh. know they know they're terrible but if um, you were
1: like once a month you had the family over and they're like yeah we actually nominated you for this we hate coming to your house right
0: right but uh no it's a great series and it's uh it's two obviously professional chefs. One of them is Ann Burrell. I don't know if you've ever seen her, but she's the chick who's I got like white her. hair and it looks like a cockatoo. Like she's got like crazy hair, and then she's usually got somebody else with her, and they divide up and they pick teams and it's competition and to see who's they, the worst. And they they coach them up, you know, and they whittle it down by to by giving them bad so, advice. No, by giving them good advice. But they, they're trying they, to be the worst. No, they are the worst cooks in America. But to try to be the best of the worst, the best of the worst. Okay, so they're getting. I was gonna say
1: we just put a bunch of hair in there. No, and no, no, no. They teach I can them, be the worst. No, they
0: teach them like every episode. Like, uh, they learn a new discipline, or they learn to cook something you know new every week, and there's elimination every week, and so okay. you've got to perform and, and actually learn. I like
1: cooking shows too. Pick it up, dude. It's good. I, w- I definitely would get on there. They're on
0: demand, and I'm sure you can get them on
1: we got that through Hulu. I'm it's sure you can get them TV. on I'm
0: sure you can get them on Hulu or Netflix or something, but it's really good. But uh they did a they're doing like a 3 week run cuz they're in between seasons right now, but they do a 3 week run. Um it's a Halloween uh callback so they're like people who got eliminated before the championship and they're doing like a Halloween like little 3 week special. So we that started last week, so uh we watched this week's and then we got one more, but we love worst cooks in America. It's really good. Um, but if you like cooking shows, it's like a competition show. Yeah. There's different challenges. Uh, and you know, they've got to perform and they get judged like on their, on their dishes every week. So it, it's really good. And then I told you, I've, I've been listening to about them. Cowboys. Um, another good cowboy podcast. I've just been listening to just to help myself cope is, uh, about, uh, no, no uh, hanging with the boys. It's got Jesse Holly, Nate Newton, and really Jesse Holly is the one that's not afraid to go in and tell it like it is. And Good. I follow him on Twitter and YouTube, and he puts out his own videos. And I'm he's glad just, to see he's still in the media market. Yeah, he was on the he fans. was on the fan for a while. Yeah, yeah, but he's still in the market. He's still around. He's he's actually employed by the Cowboys because uh, hanging with the boys is put out by cowboys dot com. And he was the one that won the Fourth and Long competition. Yeah, yeah. So No, he's even uh,
1: though he's from like New Jersey and went to North Carolina, you know, I could see why he's settled here. No, he's, made he's a living yeah, here. he's
0: got a he's got a living here, and he really tells it like it is. He does not hold back. Like Good. Uh, Sunday, I tuned in. He does a post game on his Twitter live. He does like Twitter live. He just had no words. He's like, y'all are just gonna have to give me questions because I just I can't. Like I just don't have anything for y'all tonight. Yeah, and you could tell like how physically because he loves the Cowboys. Oh yeah, so, he, he played with some of those guys still. You know, he's but he he's super critical. Like he goes, Jerry Jones signs my checks. But I'm, the one thing I won't do is I'm not going to get on here and talk shit about Jerry Jones like y'all want me to because y'all aren't going to go into your boss's office. And <laughs> tell, you know, he makes yeah, a good point. That's a good point. Like, but I will not hold back on this team, and he doesn't. And that's one thing I appreciate because there's nothing worse for me during the week than listening to Brad Sham and Mickey Spagnuolo come onto the fan and just ass kiss. And, oh, yeah, because
1: and, they've been with the organization forever. And they're company men. That's so they're company not, men they're through not, and through. Yeah, yep. they're
0: not going to come and get be critical. But but Jesse Holly will and uh, KT will and Bob Sturm will and uh, uh, Jeff Cavanaugh will. So those are the guys I kind of listen to during the week. And I've just been wallowing in Cowboy pity and misery yeah. all the week. There's a glutton for punishment being a Cowboys fan right now. That's, that's what I said uh, a couple weeks ago. I was watching, uh, I forget what, which game it was. Um,
1: Pick your poison. <laughs> Pick your- which game was it?
0: And I said, Landry, look at me in my eyes. I said, you see that team right there with the star in their helmet? They will always let you down.
1: Damn, that's an early life lesson you're teaching the uh, kid. And
0: Lauren was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm teaching him about disappointment. I was like, that team right there, you see that? They will always let you down. Fuck, no yeah. matter how much they give you hope and how much they want to tell you that they're good and this will be different, they will always let you down. Your dad will never let you down. But that team right there, those assholes will always let you down. So, a little lesson. I'm off my soapbox. My heart, my heart, uh, my uh, blood pressure is rising. Go Take ahead. Thanks,
1: Doug. Uh, for me listening, when I knew we were going to do the ha- Halloween themed, I just wrote down some of my um, favorite Halloween suggestions for podcasts. So one's just called Creepy. And that's where it's written by like amateur authors that are usually posted to Reddit. And I guess he must get like their permission. He always gives them credit. You know, like this episode was written by, so and, and he, so. like,
0: writes a transcript and, like, reads it. Yeah, he, he'll, it he just
1: turns it in. He'll get, like, voice actors. So there's always, you know... Um, it's usually... Well, actually, this is a different one uh, that reads actors. So he's usually the one that tells the stories. So the individual stories, and they can be anywhere from ten minutes to an hour and a half. Some of them have multiple parts. But um, with these... And the one I'm about to tell you, they can be very hit or miss. So you can get you can listen to a full thirty minutes and then there's this ending and it's like, you know, that was a wet fart of a story. But you know, but sometimes you're listening to one and by the end of it you're just like blown away. Like it's one of those endings that you just didn't see coming. So they can be there are a lot of hit and miss And the other one that I'm referring to is called the no sleep podcast. And again, that's like there was a no sleep on um Reddit. So a lot of these are just amateur authors, you know, it's not like Stephen King writing this or whoever it's just regular everyday people that had this good idea and write it down. But with the no sleep podcast, each episode is usually 60 minutes to an hour and a half because there are multiple stories. And as soon as they're done with one, that'll just end and it'll just give you a preview of like the next one coming up, a little backstory and who is the voice actors in this episode. And then it will just go right into it. So sometimes if you catch a good one where they pair up three together, you'll just get a great hour and a half block of like scary stories. Um, I guess if I had to pick one, creepy's better for individual because it'll give you a little story. And if it's 20 minutes and it sounds interesting, just listen to it for 20 minutes with no sleep. It's difficult because at the very beginning, he'll tell you like on today's episode, we have three tales that involve, and it'll at least give you a heads up. Cause if they're all about fairies and mermaids, just for example, that was a terrible example. But I'm if happy. that was it, you're like, yeah, fuck that. I'm skipping it. If the next one's about like a ghost story at a, or a psycho killer in the farm, you know, you'd be like, well, that's a little interesting. So, at least they'll give you a heads up, like, what's coming up. So, you know, like I said, if you're into it, give them a shot. It can be a big investment, but for me, I just listen to this shit all day for, like, a good four or five hours at work. I can just listen to podcasts. So, I will I will give them all a chance and listen to them, and like I said, some of them are hit or miss. Some of them you're going to think that was a waste of time, but then you'll get that rare hidden gem where it just like blows you away and like goosebumps. You didn't see it coming. Um, last thing, if you're looking for just something dark to listen to this Halloween, you could always just listen to Black Sabbath.
0: <laughs> so that's what I've been listening to when
1: I get in the mood. It's like creepy podcast, no sleep, and Black Sabbath. Um, and for watching, we actually watch two different things I could talk about. I can talk about a happy movie or a dark, depressing documentary. So which one you want?
0: Let's do both.
1: Both of them.
0: End on the happy one. Okay. I feel like I've creeped everybody out with my Cowboys depression. Yeah, it's real, dude. I know it is. I'm living it too, man. It's Uh, real to me. Damn it! It's still real,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it's gonna stay real. Uh, This one, uh, it was called an American Murder. It's the Netflix special. It's like an it's like a documentary, and to me, it was like really chilling and real. I know documentaries are all real, but this one's actually told through like f- home video footage. Like there's never a scene where they like sit down and talk to somebody and interview them and they get starts. You know, like how some documentaries are where they kind of get the information from you. Everything was portrayed because the woman who is one of the victims, because if you know, it's in a murder story and when it's about a family, you got to think who the main suspect is. So I'll just go ahead and tell you, it was a family of mother and father and two daughters and three of them died. So you can imagine who's the main suspect. Yeah. Um, but the mother like documented everything. She's one of those moms that uploaded their whole lives in a good way, but then again, a little narcissistic way, but she was always just like always on Facebook, always posting stuff. And she just thought she'd the best life. You know, that's why it's called like American murder. It's the killer next door. Like you, you would have never thought this because you would yeah. think they're always posting. They're always doing fun stuff. <laughs> um, but the dad, he basically was a bigger guy, not a bigger guy, but he lost like, probably like 70 pounds. So he lost a good amount of weight. got in really good shape. And you know what happens then he started to get the attention of other women. So their, their marriage was kind of already falling apart, but then they were living in Colorado. They were originally from North Carolina. The wife just to, just to get away. I think it was just to see family. They actually went back to North Carolina and left the husband in Colorado, went to North Carolina to visit family for like six weeks. And in that six weeks, the, the dad just like got in this, this affair with a woman, Became really standoffish and distance with the the wife, you know, she like was wouldn't even contact and he should them. Have found and him. She, yeah, and the wife knew. Like when she came back, she was texting with a friend, and it will be they'll show you the actual text. So the movie was. So fucking realistic because it's like you're living their lives. They have con. They have the conversation.
0: that Sounds good. The the what's
1: the word I'm looking for? Where it's like transcripts. They have transcripts of all these. Re- so you see her communicating with her friends, and she's like, you know, we were gone six weeks, and he won't even touch me. All I w- the wife's like, I just want to have sex with him, and he won't even look at me. And she's like, well, you know, it must be one thing. It must be that he's cheating on me, and, and so eventually the police get involved because it's like she's missing with the kids and the dad's like, I don't know where they're at, you know, and he's pleading, he's going on camera and pleading and I don't want to give everything away. But the ending, when you find out how the murder was done, I was fucking crying, man, because he has two little girls. I don't see how you could ever hurt your own kid. To me, that is like the biggest piece of shit to anyone that would hurt children. And exp- how do you hurt your own child? I don't, I'll never understand how you can hurt a child, victimize a child, but to do it to your own flesh and blood, and, the, and if you watch it and when you find out how he did it, it was the most heartbreaking thing where I'm like, y'all should just fucking, don't even give him a stay on death row, just line him up in a firing squad and fucking kill this guy. The way he did it to his family was the most chilling, cold-blooded fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And he is a monster. You know, he is the worst kind of human. When you when you hear what he did to his little girls, you'll you'll wish he was dead right now. So it's really fucked up. Like I said, if you have kids and you watch that, there was multiple times where me and Claire were just like teary-eyed looking at each other. I don't get how you how anyone could do that to their child. So, anyways, it was fucked. So I'm going to end it with a happy movie.
0: Please do. Yeah.
1: So me and Ellie watch our movies every week, and she got to pick this one out. And we've seen it before. I absolutely love it. I was thrilled to rewatch this with her. Wreck It Ralph.
0: Oh, it's so good. I love Wreck and Ralph, so good, dude.
1: Like Claire came home like near the very end and Ellie was still sitting up with me on the couch. Like she lay down. She's watching it. She'll, do- get, and she'll, she'll doze down. off. Oh, yeah. and she'll doze off. But she was laying down. I'm like, all right, she's about to go to sleep. She sits back up and she's fully invested and we are watching Wreck and Ralph because she likes Princess Penelope yeah. from Candy Rush. And I love Ralph and it's just cool to see all the characters, you know, like from Cause it takes place like in an arcade, they're trapped in their arcade, but when the arcade closes, you can basically travel around from game to game. From like, yeah. So, and you see all these different characters and it's like all the characters you would see from the old arcades. Yeah. So it's so cool how they incorporate that. It's one of those movies where it's like, it's, it's good for kids, but as an adult, you will love it. Yeah. If you're into video games and it's got, it's John C. Riley as Ralph. and oh, he's, yeah. he's just no, a he funny guy. That, he's hilarious in that movie. And it's just, it's visually it's cool like when they go to the sugar rush game which is like it's like an amazing place and it's like how creative are those people that came up with that just that idea alone like when someone wrote down the premise and was like hear me out this is what it's about you know like it's gonna be cool and sure enough it's a great movie i would highly recommend watching that with your kid you know you suggest it to them and they'll it doesn't matter if there's because i bet you watched it with landry I yeah, bet Landry did. liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a little girl, she loved it. So boy or girl, it doesn't matter they love it. And then they made a sequel. Oh, and I was gonna say Claire came in like three-fourths of the way done and got to see the end of it, and she was getting into it, and she was like, I really wish I could have seen this with you. I said, I will absolutely re-watch this with you. Yeah, that's her. I easy love Wreck Ralph. Yeah. And I was like, after this, Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, you know, like there's a sequel, we could watch it together. So yeah, you know, I'm glad You've I ended on a happy note because Ralph is record. Ralph and Ralph breaks the internet are two highly recommended movies. Even if you don't have kids, no, get, it's very good. Watch it by yourself. man. it's great.
0: And speaking of happy notes and, uh, I didn't, I was debating this whole time whether I was going to do this or not, but I kind of just want to end on, uh, I don't know how to put it, but you know, everything with like the debates this week and you know, all the negativity that comes around that surrounds that. And, um you know COVID and I was I got really dark during the uh during the cowboy stuff but this week or you know as you as you go on in between episodes just take a minute to appreciate like the small things like I do it to myself but like I I get stuck in YouTube holes and I'll watch political commentary and you know you just kind of realize like what kind of shape we're in as a world and as a country, it, it, but and it's easy to lose track of like the the good things that you do have in life. Like yeah, the I, negativity will wear you down. Like I appreciate coming once a week, and we talk every day. I mean, we text every day, but mm-hmm. I appreciate getting to come once a week and get to do this with you, and and be able to share kind of our thoughts with other people and. Thank you to everybody that's reached out. You know Brady, if you you know if you're listening, you you did a great job kind of marketing for us and and um, and super fan Troy, we appreciate it and um, and Paul, your friend Paul. Uh, yeah, Paul know, hooked
1: it up today too. That had to send you a picture of that I know taco he,
0: suit. I know he appreciates the show. So uh, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate everybody that listens. Yeah, even um, you, you
1: the people that we don't, because there's people we'll never meet that listen to this, and I appreciate you guys checking it
0: out. Yeah, but just take some time this week and kind of reflect on the little things that that you got and you you may not or and hopefully you do you do appreciate those things and, and look back and, and express to those people. But you know, hug hug your loved ones and and pet your, keep, pet, your dogs, pet your dogs, belly rubs, yep. your cats. I got a cat. Love but that fucking cat. Just take take stock of the things you got in your life and and don't let the world kind of beat you down because i'm I'm the worst one about it i'll get I'll get beat down by what's okay. going on in the world and, yeah. and sometimes I just need to stop and appreciate what I do got going on and you know this podcast has been very therapeutic for me it's been very good for me it's given me kind of a purpose again and it's given me something to work on and a project to work on but uh with that I think we're gonna get out of here um, but for matt, And Andrew, we're out. (laughs)